It is Tuesday, June 1st. I hope you had an incredible weekend. We had a nice three-day little relaxed sesh. Uh, I apologize for not having a show yesterday. It was my decision. The boys wanted to say dumb things into the microphone. I said, hey, let's go ahead and take a breather. I had an onslaught of Hollywood folks coming after me because of the Miles Teller situation, which we will talk about today. Plus the June 1st deadline for the NFL. I mean, there's a lot to chat about today. Cannot thank you enough for choosing to listen to the show. If you like it by the end of it, please be a friend and tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Yeah. See ya. We won't say like... We didn't like you either, you know? No. I think positivity, you know, grooms positivity. That's right. So if you didn't like it, just, you know, just move along, act like it never happened. But if you did like it, be a friend, tell a friend. Yeah. Guerrilla marketing. That's Boots right. on the ground out there. Maybe, you know, rate the podcast. Maybe give it five stars. I don't know. We haven't done that in a while. Huh. Maybe. Yeah. You know, if not, just piss off. I mean. Yeah. Anyways, let's get to it, shall we? Tie a good call there. All right, here we go. I hope you all had an incredible weekend. We took a three days off. Uh, got a chance to kind of chill, relax, reset, and potentially get, uh, you know, um, beat up by people in the entertainment business because of the Miles Teller situation, oh, which we will man. talk about whoa, uh, whoa. in more in depth at some point. A lot of that this weekend. I, wanna, uh, I was in some articles this weekend. No big deal. Daily Mail. Oh. E, some other entertainment okay. stuff. I was attacked by some entertainment fans for the things that un- that occurred with Miles Teller. We'll dive into that situation later whenever AJ Hawk joins us, who is potentially connected to that whole thing. Mm. Uh, kind of hilarious that I... That I found myself in this, and uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of things might come of this. We'll see how this whole thing goes. Also, it is June 1st. This is a massive day. We've been talking about this day due to the business of the NFL for some time now. There were already trades made that were deemed post-June 1 trades. There's contract changes that happen today that make a lot of players potentially more affordable for teams to trade for in the NFL. More specifically, Julio Jones. Even more specifically, Aaron Rodgers. And numerous others. Who knows what's going to happen? I believe if we were reading the information right, June 1st, today, we thought there'd be, you know, maybe some action. How you doing? Keep it moving. Everybody moving and grooving. You take this. You take that. All of a sudden, everything gets cheaper for everybody because it's already June. The summer has started. Oh, Memorial Day happened. The sun is good. And everything's cheaper. Let's go and make moves. I guess today is more like a purgatory day. I guess it's like the pre-June one means actually pre-June one. And then post-June one, I guess it just means June 2nd. Yeah, is that, okay. I, I, I think if I've been reading accurately. So us being excited about June 1st, it turns out a little bit premature. Mm, okay. What we were pumped about is June 2nd, but hopefully some shit will pop off today. Can't wait to cover that also. The NHL still happening. The Boston yeah. Bruins stink well, mm-hmm. well. at Boston Connor last night. Yeah. A wild loss uh, to the New York Islanders in overtime. And it seems like Tuca forgot how to play goalie there no, at the end. And, no. Uh, are you guys dead? Are the New York Islanders about to do what they did to the Pittsburgh Penguins, unfortunately, to the Boston Bruins? Or is this just all uh, uh, fluke, a fugazi? It was an absolute fluke, Pat. I mean, let's start with Tuca. Tuca's hurt, okay? The Islanders, I'm pretty sure, ran into him. You know, he pulled his groin or something. Now he's all messed really? up. Really? You need your groin, by the way. Hey, they, they actually call it a butterfly stretch. 
Exactly. And, and the butterfly technique is what they play in goal. That is a groin position. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to bounce around back and forth on the post. Exactly. You got to be able to go down to the ground, get back up, and that's all groin popping. That's right. You're talking about twerking with pads is what goalies have to do. Yes. If he hurt his groin, that's problematic. That means the New York Islander is going to coast right on by the Boston Bruins. Definitely not because our backup goalies are better than whatever they have between the pipes on the other end of the ice, so it doesn't Sorkin. really matter. Yeah, no, Sorkin wasn't even playing last night. It was Varlamov, the other guy. Ah, see, he got a win, too. So that means you're in deep shit. <laughs> There's two win. of them over there that are pretty damn good. Uh, can't wait for you to continue to tell us what's happening in the playoffs of the NHL because it's over for me. Penguins are dead. Uh, the NBA is also happening tonight. LeBron James plays, huh? Oh, yeah. LeBron James playing tonight. Only and him. for him to score 30 points and the Lakers to win tonight in the playoffs, which make you think, like, yeah, that should happen, like, plus 520 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right now, if they do massive mm-hmm. odds, does he stink? You know, I'm going to be honest. I've not paid attention at all to the NBA playoffs. I think it's tough to watch some of the games that don't have the fans. Like, yeah. whenever I watch the Knicks play, you know, and they spit on that guy, yeah. and Trey Young is doing, mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking quiet up in here, that whole thing. It's hard to watch other, you know, arenas that aren't the same way. It feels like more and more open. The NHL, I think there's a lot more packed barns over there. Oh, yeah. But the NBA, without fans, I think I think we watched during the bubble because, you know, Uncle COVID forced us. Of course. Like COVID said, hey, this is what you got to do. And we were just thankful for something to come on TV that was new because everything was stopped. But I think once I seen fans again, I think it changes the viewer experience. Absolutely. I think the NBA needs its fans back. I think some of the games are a little bit more boring than what I, the, the games with the fans in that I know nothing about. I watched Derrick Rose ball out. Yeah. Just because Derrick Rose, like, shout Derrick Rose, big fan. But yeah. I watched strictly because of the environment there. It was awesome to see. I think the NBA is going to need that. I, I think they're wishing those days are like right now for the fans. Yeah. Yeah, this weekend was the first weekend for Boston, both hockey and basketball, having full stadiums. I think a lot of uh, the new, these teams that haven't really done it yet will this week hopefully get those full arenas. The NBA guys, too. Remember, their benches. Man. Their benches, whenever I used to yeah, I used to sit on a wood. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, feet on the wood. Okay. Jeez. With the Indiana Pacers, which means I was very close. Uh, and that's mostly because I, I either paid for them or I got somebody else's tickets that were left behind or the Pacers would hook me up. Very nice of them. Um, but whenever you would see the, the players, these are the biggest dudes on our planet. Oh, yeah. Like a collection of the biggest dudes on our planet. Aside from professional wrestlers, I think the NBA teams are the biggest dudes, a collection of biggest dudes on earth, just super tall. They're crammed in there whenever yeah. fans were there because all those, te- uh, all those seats are worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Those are worth a lot of money to sit down there. Hey, you could maybe even get insert name of player who's seven foot two sweat on you when you're sitting half an inch right behind him in the middle of his fucking game where he's potentially getting a cramp and you should not be as close as you are. But guess what? Thousand bucks. You can sit there right now. Okay. And they sell out all those for the entire season. It's now that they've had the COVID where they've been able to, you know, kind of get their own little areas, get comfy. Mm-hmm. kind of get comfy out there, kind of chilling. I wonder what it's going to be like getting them all, hey, listen, now you remember when you used to sit on top of each other? Yeah, we're back to that, even more so, actually, because we need to make more money. Jeez. The transition back into the post-COVID world is going to be just as interesting as, you know, going into it. it and now the stoppage is the most insane thing of all time. But yeah. coming out of it here, it's going to be wild to see what changes, what doesn't change. Uh, Ty, go ahead, pal. Well, like you mentioned with the bubble, too, they had, like, the alternate broadcast. So you it almost didn't feel like it was in, like, that event center or whatever. Like, we're just getting the traditional broadcast back now. So, like, when there aren't fans in there, like, it is just – it. 
It doesn't feel it like feels that. It feels different. like a scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, it really does because we're in that little high school gym mm-hmm. and then the whole thing. But, you know, if LeBron James is playing tonight, I'm going to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that thing starts at 10. I'm going to see at least the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Especially with these fans. I mean, you never know what's going to happen at these, you know, the Lakers Suns game. Who's going to run on the court tonight? You hey, know? fans are going crazy <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Every sport. There was somebody who jumped on the court, jumped up and smacked the backboard. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I assume gave a fuck you to somebody, then got tapped. Tackled and uh, promptly kicked out and probably banned forever. Popcorn thrower in mm-hmm. Boston. Uh, 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 Philly. Philly, I'm sorry. Popcorn thrower in Philly. Banned. Water bottle thrower in Boston. Yeah. Banned. Oh, yeah. Spit person in New York. Probably going to find out who that is because there's a lot of pictures. Banned. So, yeah. You're talking about a lot of ba- people coming out of quarantine fucking. They've been playing these video games. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've been investing in NFTs, you know, of these players. Oh, yeah. They've been thinking about what they've been wanting to say in a minor league baseball park <laughs> down there in Corpus Christi playing against the Midland. Oh, if I would have been able to pull that, the brain would have been on fire after a three day weekend, but I could not do that. A, a pitcher who's down nine zip in a game uh, pitching for Midland. I don't know what the fuck the name is. It's a minor league baseball team. He pitches. He beams somebody like in the face of the Corpus Christi squad. Okay? They're up 9 nothing. Team didn't do anything about this headshot. But there was a fan who was not happy. <laughs> he... He jumps over whatever little fence they had to keep him out of there. He goes right up to the pitcher and pushes him like he's going to fight the pitcher. The rest of the team come. Nobody throws any punches somehow. The guy gets a hero's applause on the way out. He's rallying the troops. He's banned forever. Yeah. It is insane coming out of quarantine how people are feeling. You go to a live event, there's going to be some live action boss yeah. is what it feels like. And I'm here for it. Now, there's a lot of players that are not happy about this. Sure. Uh, the NBA players are not happy. Like, if I... Can we? This isn't a circus. We're not okay. zoo animals. Okay, okay. Can we just play? And, and by the way, very much understand that because the NBA, just like I told you, where I was sitting or where people were sitting, they are in the game. The fans are very close. You're just trusting that these people have the best interest for everybody that are sitting right there, and you're paying these players a lot of money. But as a spectator, it feels like at any given time something can pop off. Yeah. And I don't know how long this is going to last. I assume that it'll continue. I don't know what... Have the European folks gotten back in? I assume they're going to do some shit. I oh, mean, yeah. The uh-huh. European whites will do some real shit whenever they get an opportunity to. I, I'm excited for this whole thing. And then remember when the NFL stadiums get packed out again. Oh, look out, We baby. got another wave. You know how they talked about COVID? Like, hey, wave five is coming. Wait until it's the wave four of fans getting back into public places. And those fans are NFL fans. And those fans are at the top. They are in there. They use SeatGeek to get their tickets. Mm-hmm. They're back in. In there and all somebody has to say is just one thing and that becomes a full melee it seems like seems like we beat covid doesn't yeah. it yeah, yeah we beat no. covid yeah. everybody's back Woo. everything's back it feels like i can't believe we did it it is though i mean like there there's a i think there's been a fight at every single major league baseball game this year there's a new video that comes out every day of just some guy getting his head just bounced off a seat it's wild that dodgers guy that oh yeah this guy oh, I mean, yeah. he was like he was like starting a fucking uh, lawnmower yeah. on that guy's head dude. <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden he walks off by the way yeah. that guy gets up was he not hitting was he selling those like was he because oh, he got so yelling he was he was stumbling around, but he, he, he looked like he was ready for round two. Oh, I'm excited for you know people's excitement to be back in public. Yeah, the yeah. NFL fight fans are going to be next Insane. level. Insane. Yeah. 
I mean, somebody said something too. You got to remember at all all times yeah. somebody said something. Hey, the chief stink. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Did you whoa. say? I heard him earlier too. Yeah. <laughs> remember him earlier? He oh yeah. A, Insulted he, my wife earlier. Remember, he walked yeah. right in uh, then at the concession. What he do? He ain't fucking cut that yeah. fucking guy. Get right him. There. Hey, you got one more, pal. Yeah. yeah. Kids should not be able to sit in the upper bowls because it is a war zone up there. Right now it is. Right now it is. And, and you know they have like a code orange and a code yellow and everything like yep. that. Let's just assume the top bowl at the NFL is going to be a code red for a little bit. At all times. Yeah. And we don't, we're not 100% sure. No. We're not 100% sure. And maybe it's just like the, the top of the top of the bowl or whatever where people are the most dedicated and most loyal oh. and also potentially cheapest tickets so people from out of town who want to cheer for the away team are potentially sitting up there. And maybe there's big-time tailgate uh, group that's sitting up yep. there. So what's mm-hmm. that mean? Well, there's been some cocktails that have been yeah. concocted to put them into a situation where they're feeling as if this song bitch does something wrong, we all got to answer for it. Social media in real life. Hey, social media in real life. Got to know that that is possible out there. You will get slapped, which leads me to. <laughs> oh, I'm not. You guys laughing? Well, yeah. I mean, no. it'd be a perfect segue. No, no, you guys. It's pretty good. I want to let everybody know the Miles Teller situation is. A very active conversation piece around the office and group text and all weekend. I would like, I would like to let everybody know that. Uh-huh. It was handled so weirdly. It was Wasn't a wild situation. Very odd. It's no laughing matter, though, you know? No. Right. If you... I got jumped. You know what I mean? But why did he answer me? Why didn't he answer... My only question is, why was I the one... I Hey, for as... Lack of professionalism this show probably displays every single day. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I was very. I feel like I read every every report that came out. Yes, I never heard a clarification or a correction on the other side of that at all. So somebody gets popped right in the mouth. I'm like, well, I heard today. You know, that's actually a pretty. To his credit, he, that's a good S E G U E, which I don't. Yeah. I'm not 100 sure what that is still to this day, but I know it's a real <laughs> word because he used it. But then he answers me, you know, and says, "Hey, actually, I got jumped by two people, which is terrible." Yeah, I want to let everybody know that is terrible. That is not cool. No. I know it's not. But the information that I had at the time was that that was not what happened, and I appreciate him answering me and correcting me. But I, I just wish it maybe would have happened earlier, so that I, you know, because there was a two-on-one match at the end of the night. <laughs> You know what I mean? So oh, that yeah. would have been a very, I would have actually been able to spin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Double back. Yeah, just, no, I would have been able to spin. I thought about it, by the way. I thought about it while that match was happening. I was like, oh, I could do this again. But also, why was I, the, I was kind of torn on how to feel about the entire thing. And I could have, but instead, if I would have heard the correction and clarification of the report, TMZ, by the way, I, I don't have Maui cops calling and telling me what's going on. Aloha, I throw shakas, dude. Okay, I go over there. I think I'm, in the places I've been in Hawaii, I think I'm pretty well liked in the places I've been. Not everywhere though, I don't know everybody over there. I don't have anybody calling me telling me that stuff. So I was just kind of confused. Hope Miles Teller is okay. Yes. Happy Deary's all right. And I hope the investigation, you know, comes good because Hawaii doesn't want that shit happening either. That is nothing like what I know of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Two people following somebody in, jumping them, beating them up. Like that's not Hawaii. So I hope it gets settled, but boy, it's been a wild situation. I was in fucking E. They wouldn't even use my name. Yeah. They're burying me not even using my name. Daily Mail says, professional wrestler Pat McAfee says, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I mean, okay. Right. Yeah, rookie of the year. But... I, mean, I was rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, sure. get, I get it. But I was nowhere near in. I was not the baby face in this. I was the bad guy in this whole thing. I'm like, yo, yo, I I didn't make the report. It's not. It's not. 
But then the way you hear it all come out, I, I kind of understand. I'm happy he's okay, by the way. Well, that's why we were taking it back, too, is because we just figured, you know, given the fact that, like, he knows AJ, he knows Aaron. They've both been on this show a bunch of times. It's yeah. like, okay, you understand kind of, like, the, the vibe. Like, and it was a Friday. There was nothing. That was the biggest story of that yeah, day. We let off the whole we did. show. We had to. But, it, I mean, you know, so, uh, like, when he was like, oh, shit, he actually took major offense to that. I I, I just figured that, you know, like, uh, AJ or someone would have, like, you know, that he just got what we were doing, that you weren't trying to, like, know. you know, I wanna let you be know. salacious about I, it. I want to let you know. I, I, I don't know, Miles Teller. Okay. No. I thought there was a chance because he, he, you know, he's he tweeted that he was signing with the Packers earlier. He's with Aaron. He knows AJ. Okay, I I was under the false pretense that I could potentially make light of a situation that has been reported. So that's one hundred percent my fault. With that being said, I won't do it ever again. Okay, but also, but also, TMZ is the. I'm not the bad guy. Is that how you spell segue? Segu. Because I, I read sure. that thing ten times, I had no idea what that word meant. I'm not 100 percent sure. I used it back though. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a good set, by the way. Yeah, it was. It was I great. thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Actually, I should have waited a little bit longer. But as soon as it popped in my head, I used it because Montez Ford actually bounced right back after yeah. that, so I didn't even get a chance to yeah. really completely cut it off. <laughs> but it's all right. People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30, and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No. No. Minus 30. Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where you know, begins around 30 in the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where they can get you. It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of those problems where you're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, Which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but this is me versus you. Fuck you. That's how, I, that's how I view it. That's why friends at Roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production. I did not know this. They formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. You hear this, AJ? Roman's mm-hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function. They formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com USA. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, zinc, magnesium, maca, and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com slash USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good, mm-hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. I'm having a fucking day, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. I got burnt this weekend. Oh. I had my spray tan already on. Yep. For some reason, I thought since I had the spray tan, 
didn't have to put sunscreen on. Makes sense. Went outside, did my thing, you know, golfed, hung out. The back is just maybe like fourth degree burns on my back. Isn't that the whole purpose of getting the spray tan? tan. That's why I thought like, okay, I'm already at the tan level now, so I don't get burned anymore. Why don't they just add in SPF into that thing? Who knows what else they're springing on me? Just add in some SPF 50, maybe even 30 in there. I'm going to need it. I'm in a bad spot, but not in a bad spot as a man whose life is about to get pretty active, I think. Mm. Hopefully, you'll be able to give us some information on this massive June 1 designation trade and contract move news. Uh, Joining us all the way from, I think, New York, I believe. Uh, East Coast. Yeah, he's not a West Coast guy. He actually went to the Knicks game last week. Ladies and gentlemen. Host of Rap Sheet and Friends, a podcast which is on hiatus. Uh, an insider for NFL.com and NFL Network, Ian Rappaport. Yeah! What's going on, Ian? What's up? How you, do- uh, How you, you doing? Mentioned, you mentioned the Knicks game. I don't know if you've noticed this. I mean, you got a lot going on uh, with tanning and you know golf or whatever. But the Knicks won when we were there and have not won since. I don't know if you've been following along. Oh, oh so you mm. should tell the Dolan guy that you're the good luck charm. Have him bring you and your wife in there and put your courtside next to Tracy Morgan, huh? I mean, you'd think it would be obvious. Um, no, I must also, you know, I've never never lied to you. I wouldn't do it now. We were not courtside. Yeah, we um, saw. <laughs> I saw. I saw you posted yeah. those photos. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I knew that was um, tough. For I, we were, you know, I could see... I could see the court side. Yeah. I could see, you know, McEnroe and 50 yeah. Cent. Wow. And, you yeah. know, the guy a couple other spit. celebrities who I thought were important, but I I didn't recognize. And then there was a couple rows up, then it was us. No, no, yeah, then there was a couple rows, I think. We saw the photo. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, but it, we, we could see the, the floor, the whole floor. Well, the thing about your seats are... If they put you, and I told you this day of, if they put you like six rows back on floor on fold-out chair where you were much better than that Mm because at least you were elevated, you know what I mean? As opposed to having to just sit right behind somebody who's potentially spitting over top of you, I guess. Uh That place was awesome. I'm going to let you know, Ian. I actually said in the open, yeah, yeah, yeah. see, you're up. Look, right down there is courtside. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. The... um, Look at you. Those are good seats. Wow. Yeah. Let's go, Ian. I, was, I said right. this earlier. I said this earlier that it's been tough to watch other NBA games, actually, after watching that particular night in Madison Square Garden. It was awesome there. It was electrifying. I mean, and I like, miss so much of live sports. And, you know, I mean, the last year it happens. I don't know if you read about this, but it has not been that much fun. Oh, yeah, Being, yeah. being with fans. COVID. And, like, I'm even not, like, a huge, huge basketball lunatic. Uh, it was amazing. Like I turned to my wife like two minutes in and was basically like, like, is this crowd going to be like this for the next two hours? Because every single thing, like I could feel the energy and I just have not been, I haven't been in anything like that in a while. And it was, it was unbelievable. And like, you know, I'm, as you guys know, not a big gambling guy, but I do hear that the uh, home team sort of gets the, the leg up when it comes to odds, you know, favored a little bit as opposed to the away team. And during the pandemic, none of that mattered. You could see how home court advantage would actually really matter yeah. being in a crowd like that. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I think so, especially in like an airborne virus pandemic where somebody spits on somebody who's playing. You know, yeah, that could yeah. really that could have taken them out completely. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, hey, uh, let's just go ahead and let's make sure Trey Young can't play the rest of this thing. Let's get him something that makes him real tired real quick. 
Let's put some COVID on them. Ooh, but, uh, I think that's what. Uh, that's an aggressive move. I don't know if everybody's going to be able to pull it off as we go forward. But did it feel cool? So what was it? And you don't have to say anything or whatever. But I believe the reports were it was half vaccinated, and then the other half was like socially distant or whatever. How did how did they prove the the vaccination thing? And is this is the NFL watching along with all this stuff happening, thinking this is why they believe they're going to be able to be uh, full capacity whenever it comes to fall time? Yeah, so it was it was interesting, and we sort of learned how to do all this on the fly. Like we got our seats. I, and I was asked, are you vaccinated? Yes, we're both fully vaccinated. Okay, well, you'll need to show that. In New York, we have a, it's called Excelsior Pass, where basically you show, like, I am fully vaccinated. So we had, every different seat had, like, specific locations for an entrance. So where we were walking was all fully vaccinated people. We showed our little pass. We got a bracelet, like you're getting, you know, in the VIP section of the tunnel or whatever. We walked in, and uh, we were wearing masks but with all vaccinated people our section was all vaccinated so everyone could take their masks off and then there were other sections that were masked uh, and then there were some more like spaced out sections so there's sort of three different things Mm -hmm. and as you got closer to the court you had to wear your mask just in case like you know someone has something even though they're fully vaccinated and you know like spike lee was wearing a mask because he's courtside like that whole section was in mass but it was it was interesting um and definitely a different way to do it like this is something now coming off the heels of you know the rollout 25 percent capacity at some places zero at some places yada 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 through all the different leagues there was different rules everywhere the nfl though i think it was the Super Bowl press conference or maybe shortly the first owners meeting afterwards, they said, we're going to be at full capacity next fall. It was like something Roger Goodell said, and I actually overreacted, and I was like, Roger Goodell is not just shooting from the hip. Roger Goodell is a guy who knows what he is saying. He is one of the best speakers I think the, our society maybe has ever seen. That is why he is so good at what he is and what he does. He cannot answer a question while answering a question in the most profound way for two, three minutes. It's, it's amazing. But then when he says something like alluding to full stadiums, it's like, wait a minute. Roger isn't going to say that if he doesn't think it's uh, possible. Why was that? Why did he say it then? Why are they so confident now and why hasn't indianapolis and denver come out and said yeah we will be a full capacity as well or have they already done that and i just hadn't heard it no i don't think they've done it uh and it seems like uh, i believe i have this right 30 of 32 are have sort of passed their i guess qualifications or had their plans passed um to be full go and and they expect the others will but it's just they haven't yet so it seems more of a matter of logistics and timing than anything else but you're right. Like I kind of had the same reaction you did when Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell came out and said stadiums are going to be full. There's no way he says that unless he knows. Like think of all the things he didn't say during the pandemic. Like they basically the league wouldn't look uh, like two weeks in advance. You know, like they were so cautious, wanting to make sure everything happened before they actually announced. Like for him to say that. You know, you knew that he had to know. Uh, and I would say, based on where we are with the amount of people getting vaccinated, um, the rates in the country are, like, taking a major dive. Uh, I check every night before I go to bed just out of habit. And they are, you know, the COVID rates are going down. Uh, deaths are going down. Like, it's all headed in the right direction. 
it does seem like it's all going to be okay by the time the season starts. Um, it doesn't seem like there's going to be, you have to be vaccinated to buy a ticket. Uh, and in some places, New Orleans, for instance, has come out and said they're not going to do that. Um, what I don't know is who's going to have to be wearing masks and who isn't. Like, could it be like the Knicks game where no masks if you're fully vaccinated, but masks if you are not? That's what I don't know yet. Ian, are you saying we beat COVID? I'm not going to declare victory, um, but we're we're. It, I mean that that thing seems to be on the ropes. I'll just say that. We <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Woo! That'll be on the ticker. That'll be on the ticker. Just yeah. credit me. Sure yeah, we'll say Ian Rappaport, uh, NFL.com, and Rap Sheet of Friends says that COVID's on the ropes. Yes. And uh, that's big news. Let's talk about some other things that are allegedly on the ropes, okay? We've been talking about this June 1 designation time for these contracts for the last couple weeks with Julio and Aaron and whatever other situations around the NFL. Are we going to see things happen today, tomorrow? Are, are conversations happening in these big stories? What, are, what is your feel for everything going on? So you're right. Obviously, today is sort of a – well. Today at four is a big deadline, and for a couple oh, teams, okay. Broncos, for instance, they get uh, you know some salary cap relief, and we'll probably allow some teams to sign some more rookies. Okay, I just don't know that it's going to be like I hang up the phone with you. I mean, watch it probably won't. Well, you I did hang that up the last phone time. with you, and Julio gets traded. I don't think it's going to be because it's not a real deadline. Like it's like a cap deadline, but Julio's not showing up in Atlanta anyway, so it's not like they need to do it. Like the only real deadline to me is training camp. So, like, a deal could get done this week, sure. Um, Falcons didn't trade him before the draft, so if they're going to be, you know, holding out for a better pick, if they're going to be that patient, like, they may not trade him this week either. Um, but this is sort of the first opportunity we have to see, like, does some team go, we're going to upper off for a little bit, we're going to do the deal, we're going to make sure we get him, and we're just going to move on there. This is, like, the first chance we get to see that. Okay, so there's been a couple articles now that have come out. I think Matt Schneidman of The Athletic was the first one. He came out and said that uh, the Packers are okay with calling Aaron's bluff. And then they've even dove into how much money it'll <laughs> cost Aaron. And I think it's only like $6.8 million out of his pocket back to the Packers that he would have to pay for them to get a part of his signing bonus that he allegedly didn't earn, maybe. Much like a Calvin Johnson situation. But he could lose out on like $23 million or something yeah. like that. It is... Is that an overwhelming feel around the league that they're going to do that? Is there because this June 1 designation with the money potentially being saved for the Packers if they were to trade him, do you feel like there's no chance Aaron Rodgers gets traded at this exact moment? Or or what are your thoughts on that situation? I, I don't feel like it's a very good chance he gets traded at all. Um, I mean, if you're going to do it, which, again, I don't think they will, you would have done it before the draft just to make sure you're set and, and you know, the most – the best value for draft picks is when you're about to when you're about to use them. Like if someone trades for a one next year's draft, like that's great, but you're not going to see it for a full year. So like congratulations, but you know it's there's not a lot of the, there's not the instant gratification you get from doing a deal right before this draft. So, um, but I don't think the Packers are doing it anyway. And yeah, I mean Aaron Rodgers, if he retired, would have to pay back twenty three million dollars in a signing bonus, which. You know, I think it's 11 and a half a year. Uh, if he becomes a host of Jeopardy, I would imagine the salary would basically take care of that. Um, and salary. that would be it. I just, <laughs> I don't see it more as calling his bluff. I see it more as 
they are trying to work something out and nothing matters until they do. So, like, they know he's not going to show up. I don't, you know, will they find him for missing minicamp? Like, maybe, but then if he signs a new deal and this thing gets handled, they'll probably end up giving that money back and baking it into a contract anyway. So I think it's more they're they're trying to make this right rather than calling his blood. Ty. Ian, there are a couple reports out there right now that says uh, Urban Meyer kind of fancies Tim Tebow as like a Taysom Hill type. Are you hearing that as well? And does that mean that he's basically going to make the roster no matter what? Uh, I I am hearing that. Um, I think that's – and I use the term tight end because that's sort of what they're called. But, like, it's more really like H-back. I mean, I don't even know. Like, what – I mean, I don't know what position Taysom Hill plays, but we should sort of come up with a name for it, I guess. You know, like special teamer slash tight end slash H-back slash quarterback quarterback slash slash gadget guy. Running back slash Mm -hmm. PP. uh, PP slash coach's best friend, too. Yeah, Yeah, right. Anyway, you should spend your time this summer as things get slow coming up with a name for the Taysom Hill position. Um, Smart. But I do think we're going to see Tebow do that. And, you know, is he going to make the team? I was told 50-50, but he's got the head coach in his corner. He's obviously being brought on for a reason. They had, you know, I don't know if you call them tryouts, but they watched multiple workouts. Um I would imagine they think that he's going to make it if they sign him. Um, so we're going to see some Tim Tebow things. So that Tebow jersey that you bought, yeah, um, I was the only everyone one. else. Yeah, you could wear that. Yeah, I was the only one. Top two uh, in merch <laughs> sales right now. Justin Fields is in three, four, and five, and it's because the Chicago Bears have a white jersey they're selling. Oh. I assume a another option. They have three options for the Justin Fields. I assume if Tebow had three is that options, true, by the way, yeah, that look, Fields is that high. Yeah, he's three, four, and five. Right we got this information from somebody on the internet, so it's definitely true. Oh, oh Fox! Yeah. yeah, I agree. Fox put this one out. Yeah, probably gonna wow. get, probably gonna get a strike for showing this picture. <laughs> oh. That's gonna happen though. Yeah, but anyways, he's absolutely dominating. Um, Ian, quick question for you about Tabo. What if he goes on to be the Super Bowl MVP? Uh, is, will there be any conversations about him maybe growing down as the greatest of all time? Um, I mean, I, I, I guess there are com- those conversations are ongoing anyway. Oh, yeah, um, right but he went to uh, he yeah. went to a playoff game. Yeah, you're right. And beat the Steelers. By the way, nobody yeah, ever talks about that. I was that. there. You were, yeah, I bet you were. Uh, you're great at your job. Been around a long time. Know a lot of people. Is Roger Goodell uh, thinking about investigating Urban Meyer being an accessory to an assault last night in his office? Oh. Uh, has that or two nights ago? Has that been talked about with Urban Meyer handing over a laptop? Does he even care? about the Jacksonville Jaguars by the way. just handing over his playbook depth chart just on handing there. over the whole thing uh, as I Roger mean, Goodell talked about this handing over shit? the playbook knowing you're going to smash someone with it is, is a little different I, I'll tell you what I thought you know and I I think Urban Meyer will do a good job in Jacksonville but I underestimated his acting ability oh. before he took the job like I should have agreed thought True. of that um, real, but I, I mean I up. thought I thought he killed it um, I was sold completely uh, Wait, what do you mean? Really that good. really happened. He wasn't acting. Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, Chris Jericho came in. Yeah, got two footballs. Uh-huh. Okay, that was Chris Jericho. Oh my oh, God! No. Oh, rap sheet. Oh, I mean, I've been watching. No, 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 no. Yeah, rap sheet. Uh, the Bills converted some of Stefan Diggs' salary today to clear like eight million in cap. Are they getting in on Julio Jones, or is that for like a Zach Ertz or someone else? Uh. 
I viewed it more as, I mean, they have some big time contractual priorities of their own, like a Josh Allen contract. And, you know, if that happens, and it's obviously something they've talked about wanting to work on after the draft leading up to training camp. So, like, we're sort of getting in that wheelhouse there. If that happens, there's going to be a big signing bonus. Um, Cap-wise, I don't think it's going to kill them. But, like, my sense was they're preparing for more of their own things. Now, with Ertz, like, I know there's been some interest. But, you know, if it doesn't happen before the draft, I, I don't I don't get the sense that – I don't know that that is still active. I mean, I know they've had some conversations, but I don't know that that's Didn't still active. Fight? I think this was more bills for their own guys. Hey, Zach Ertz fought that dude before the season last year. Wasn't that the rumor they had a heated altercation or something like that, him and Hallie? Did that happen? Uh, there was there was some yelling. Um, okay, so there was some There was some very real – some some real man-to-man discussions. I think at the end they sort of came to whatever. But, they have, you know, they haven't traded him yet, and – you know, obviously, last year was a down year. Like Howie has said, they could keep him. They ha- again, they haven't traded him, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I have a hard time imagining they would release him, and then would he show up to training camp? Like, I don't. I got a lot of questions with that situation, but hopefully, that comes into focus some point soon. Uh, Ian, last question: What's going to happen here? Do we are we going to have anything to talk about? Um, um, you know, is there going to be? I heard June one. Was the day? Now here we are in June one. Then I heard, well, it's not June one. It's actually four o'clock June one because that's actually June second. It's like, are we? Is anything going to happen? What, what, what is anything going to happen, Come Ian? On. I mean, you said maybe you'll get a text, maybe you won't. You seem to once you get off the show. No, it, it, no nothing yet. Um, Damn. Yeah. What are we I, supposed to do? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem. I've called, say, several people today. I have not gotten the sense that anything has really, really picked up. Oh, and what's weird is even my. with the, you know, there's been like. They're tweeting them. The Titans are tweeting Julio every day. Yeah, yeah. come on. Every day, Taylor Lewan. Hey, come to the team. AJ, come to the team. Like, there's nothing going on. There's, there's some teams interested, but the Falcons want draft picks and players, so nobody knows if that's going to happen. Who's, who's saying no to the Falcons, and who are the Falcons saying no to? Do you know any of those? Um, I, I would think the Titans would probably be in the mix. Um, I know the Rams had some contact with them. 49ers had some contact with them. I mean, everyone, you know, everyone's interested. It's just to give a first-round pick for a player of that age. You do play it. The whole thing last year. You do it. Is that what everybody's saying? You're saying everybody's saying that it's because of his age and what happened last year? That's the, the over. And the contract, you know, guaranteed, a lot of guaranteed money. like $17.3 million, right? I think it's like 12 and 12.3 and then five for the next year. Yeah. We're, we're, it's a, it's a, it's a hefty contract. I mean, I think a deal probably, probably ends up happening at some form or fashion. Um, I just, the price is hard. I mean, I, I think it could happen, but like, it might take an injury to another receiver to spur this along. Because oh. I'm not, I don't even get the sense those conversations with the Falcons are that that recent. Oh, uh, it feels man. like we're just finding out about them now. Wow, it's all for guys. Sorry, so it's me? all fake. Everything's fake. It's all not bull- fake, but just you know. So what? So not- what do you think he's going to end up going for? I've said this from the beginning. Somebody's going to trade a second and a third for him, and there's going to be 31 fan bases that are like, what What are we even doing? What, what, how is Julio Jones not worth it? You think that's what it's going to be? I'd say that's in the ballpark. I mean, they like a one. I know that. Um, does that happen? I'm not sure. I mean, a two and a three, to me, seems like that would be a pretty decent deal. 
Uh, it's trades. Football trades are never. Did for we as just make a trade? Did we? So okay. So if anybody's listening that potentially has a little bit of juice, fucking a second and a third, hand them over. Yeah. It. You get Julio Jones for one year. How come that has not come into conversation, Ian? Whenever you're getting your information, do you ever fire back with like, yeah, but he's Julio Jones. So yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it's but it's Julio Jones. Julio Jones is the aside from Julio Jones guy. Whenever people describe who's the best wide receiver, and does that never come up? Do you ever say that? How come that? How come you don't ever go to bat for Julio in there? Hmm. All I have to do is roll out his resume. I mean the. I, I I would agree with you. I think if someone does that deal, they would be very happy. But just the problem is, is that so many of the really, really good teams have done well by amassing young, cheap talent rather than old, expensive talent. Um, maybe the old, expensive talent could be sort of the cherry on top, which obviously if you trade for Julio, that's what you hope. But the value is not going to be great. You have to just do the deal knowing, like, we're going to get Julio and we'll worry about everything else after which that's why teams like the Rams are interesting because they have acted like that. Like, we'll give our one, and we'll worry about the future and the future, and we'll just – it's like they go all in every year. But I think people have stopped sort of ridiculing them because that does work on some level for the Rams. All right, Ian. Well, I appreciate you so much, man, for joining us. Uh, I just wish you would, uh, you know, maybe talk some sense into those people that are telling you this yeah. information. If if you get a chance to chat with Ballard or Ursay or anybody giving you information, I don't know if it's them or not, just let them know that – Carson would love him. Hey. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, Carson would love Carson would be on his bobcat, okay, yeah. tilling the land here in Indiana, right. all right, doing his thing, knowing he's got, aside from guy, just right out there with T.Y. right here. Mm. I mean, just let me know if that happens, Ian, okay, please. And a bobcat is a boat? Oh, come all right, on. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. All right, yeah, thanks, Ian. Right. All right. Go to your subway, pal. Yeah. All right. Indiana. Go into your apartment. Do what you got to do, all right? Good internet. All right? Go down the stairs. Take your dog outside. Go poop in a fenced-in area. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Okay? I'm just letting my dogs run wild out here. Mm-hmm. That's right. I also got uh, called out by some zoologists on the internet. Uh, for what? Well, there was that fawn that was on our property that was on, in Jay's backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, a, mama, a mama deer, okay, gave birth to a... To a baby deer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into the whole birds and bees things. I don't, I don't think old Uncle Pat needs to be the one that says anything. No. But whenever that happens, there's there's a lot of blood and stuff that goes on. This particular mom decided to jump into my brother's back fenced-in area for his dog and give birth there. So Jay had to pick Fawn up because lion-sized pit bull, that right. is Jay's pet, uh, was actually... Doing, doing the bop it with Give the nose that. thing for yeah. what it what is you jay thought the size by the way jay thought his dog had potentially puked okay oh so that's that's what the pit bull was outside pit bull very nice dog did not attack it but very so we had to pick it up and move it jay lets us know we come out we see it how you doing get a chance to pet a deer okay this is pretty cool save life how you doing keep it moving i i posted it i got attacked what? okay there's some documentaries that people watched i guess i Murdered that fawn, I was told. Whoa. Okay, because I He's got the, fine. Yeah, no, Jay. I murdered it because the human scent got on it, and the mom will now leave it to die. That's because, rabbits. That's not deer. Well, yeah. Well, and also, uh, these are the same deer that eat the corn, like literally on our property. Yeah. Me and the the mom, by the way. Good we, pals. We probably know each other yeah. pretty good. I assume we've had a couple. <laughs> moments mm-hmm. that mom and me so we know each other uh so it was nice to prove the zoologist wrong that the fun is 
back in the group, okay, roaming around. But boy, I was getting attacked. Don't know. So not only that, and then the Miles people. Yeah. Yeah. I think they kind of teamed up together. I was oh, getting attacked angle. all Fighting weekend. Fighting a two front Jeez. war. It was a long weekend. I was getting attacked, but here I am. You know what I mean? Fawn's alive. Miles Teller got his real story out. Who oh, cares yeah. if I was on the blunt side of that whole thing? You know what I mean? Got his story out. Hopefully, hopefully those people get arrested and. Hope everybody had a great Memorial Day, man. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. I'm just doing what I got to do. You know what I mean? I'm just doing what I got to do. I'll tell you what you do. Next time that mama deer comes around for that corn, you take out that crossbow. No. (laughs) No. No. See, you're the the person that these people who are attacking me should have been attacking. Okay? Mm -hmm. I am not your enemy, folks. I got a whole goddamn zoo on my property. Yeah. All right? Somehow they all sing at night, too. It makes no sense. These cicadas. Oh, my these God. Cicadas. These yeah. goddamn cicadas. I can't believe. What are they arguing about? What did Fred say? Yeah, there's some mouthy sons uh, of bitches. Sounds like the cicadas moved in next door. Oh, man. Ridiculous. 17 years they've been waiting. Yeah. They come out of the ground up into these trees, and they just yell and yell and yell nonstop. And you just got to hope that the trees, they decided to what? Birds and the bees talk again. Uh, they, they fucked around and then went in there 17 years beforehand. You just got to hope that that's not near your bedroom or your house because yeah. they are allowed. But, man, it's cool to see them and hear them most of Yeah, I'd love to just take a flamethrower and get rid of all of them. But Every single one. Yeah, but the, it is nice. Yeah, it is it nice. It is nice. Yeah, they made their return. Yeah. Why aren't the birds and the bees teaming up against these things? Well, it, it is interesting because it feels like the birds should just be eating the shit out of yeah, these things. Yeah, like, hey, I'm sick of this. In this kind of the way this whole thing goes, but the birds have let us down, I think. Big yeah. time. These cicadas should not have existed as long as they did. I mean, they were hiding for 17 years, okay? They were a patient group. Yeah. All right? They were like uh, Secret Service. They were Navy SEALs. Yeah. They were special mm-hmm. forces laying in wait for 17 years. Then they popped up and said, we're going to ruin everything. And they started yelling. Whenever they breathed reached the ground to come out for 17 years shouldn't we have had our own special forces out here just plucking them off yeah should the birds not have been seeing these things they're loud they're loud they're loud and i've heard birds got good ears or whatever yeah. i don't know how they didn't see these things and just shah, 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 shah. yeah we should have 700 pound birds flying around with how many cicadas have made it out here yeah. but instead they're what sleeping on the job running into cars getting dumber now these fucking birds well, and that's why it's hard not to think about hey are these birds real because they're just uh, okay. all these all cicadas right. just joining us ladies and gentlemen AJ Hawk yeah. AJ Ormsicle Heat pretty good just tried it why did you say rabbit rabbit and have a stroke for a second <laughs> Well, I almost said January, too, because it was June 1st. You know, it's the first day of the month. You're supposed to say rabbit, rabbit or something like that. Really? I think so, yeah. I was taught that by a caller to our series show back whenever we were on Barstool Radio years ago. Somebody called in and said that. I had just thought of it there, as opposed to the first hour, which I probably should have thought of it. Instead, crack open a cheat orange school and it thinks, no, rabbit, rabbit. (laughs) You're back in the game. So I apologize for that. AJ, how was the weekend, man? Long weekend? Did you enjoy it with the fam? What you guys do? Yeah, it was good. Busy. Got to got to hang out for Memorial Day yesterday with the you know family that live close to us, and uh, yeah, been outside getting sunburned for a few few days straight now. Me too. I got the spray tan. Forgot that you still have to wear sunscreen. The back got cooked yesterday, but it was a fun weekend. I hope you got to relax a little bit. I know that you were thrusted into the middle of a situation <laughs> that you never uh, <laughs> never could have expected. Uh, I dressed it earlier. And uh, my stance on this thing, and I don't know if you got, did you hear me address it earlier? I, I heard a little bit about it. You said that my was like his side of the story got out. Yeah, like 
I'm thankful his side of the story got out, okay? And it's, it's not good. I, I'm happy to hear he's okay, it seems like. It's not good for Hawaii, a place that I love, if this is the story that two people jump on, you know, like, I'm happy his story got out. Just have no idea why he chose to <laughs> use me as the person, <laughs> as if I created the report on Friday Night SmackDown, which I did not. So I just, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm happy he's okay. I'm a fan of Miles Teller. We just still have no idea why that was the chosen route to answer with his side of the story, especially with something you know, a pretty big deal in this whole thing. And I assume you've had to kind of be a part of this whole mediation thing here. I only know I apologize for that. And I'm sorry to Miles for not knowing the whole story from the beginning, even though me and the world only knew one thing. Well, I mean, none of us really know the whole story or what's going on. I, I believe it's, it's been an ongoing thing okay. w- with whatever's okay. happening. But, um, yeah, I think it, what a weird, like, you always say, oh, what a weird, strange life that, that you have. I'm like, all right, now I'm getting roped into it through <laughs> you, through SmackDown. I didn't, even, I wasn't watching currently, and I started getting texts from different people and screenshots and like about you trolling people on SmackDown. I'm like, all right, yeah, this, this is normal. Why not? This is what I'm going to deal with at 9 on a Friday night. Well, I want to let you know, I, this does feed into the theory that I have the dumbest life of all time. Of all time. This is the dumbest life of all time. I've learned a lot about Miles Teller this weekend, by the way, from people attacking me for what I had said on SmackDown in defense of Miles Teller. So I'm going to let Miles Teller know. I got a lot of respect for his fans. You know what I mean? I thought, you know, I could potentially say something, but man, I did not know I was going to be the reveal of him getting jumped in a bathroom by Deuce Comeback. <laughs> like, yo, know, I didn't know I was going to be. I'm so sorry that that happened. I wish I would have known her earlier. You know, I just. I wish I would have known earlier. That's on me. That's 100 on me, AJ. And in turn, hey, every, on you. Everything you do, though, like everything you do, you're there's you're, you're making it's. We're having fun. You're you're having fun, and it's not. It's nothing is meant like you don't have any ill will when you make say things like this. Yeah, and I do believe that was missed in the entire thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. As well, although I was complimented, pretty good seg. <laughs> pretty good. <Yeah. laughs> the whole segue situation's got you guys really in a pretzel, huh? Oh yeah, Segu. <laughs> I used it in my response tweet. I know. <laughs> then you used it. You had no clue. Did you? And you didn't have time to look it up, probably either. No, no, no. But I was so pumped when the whole thing. I mean, it was as it was happening. I was like, "Oh my god, is this real?" Then I thought he was potentially joking. Okay, then I, then I thought we we're going to potentially get like uh, another one. That never happened. Then I started getting attacked. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down! Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. What, I thought it was. What are we doing here? Every, people were acting as if." I had the cops in Maui call and tell me what had happened. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, I do not. One place didn't even use my goddamn name. So I got buried without getting any of the promotion. You know what I, mean? yeah. I was like, what are we doing? Can we get a little bit of love for the show? What do you, in hindsight, I mean, you kind of helped get his side of the story out there. When you look Am at it. Am I Barbara Walters? Yeah, it feels like it. Am I? Anyways, Friday how did, night, wait, Friday night hey, how did his side get out, though? When did it, how did his side get out? What happened? Via that tweet. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, all right. Hey, all right. I know this is, is this an ongoing thing or is this? Uh Listen, the original (laughs) report comes from Tim's. Yeah. Okay. And Tim's got Michael Jackson's death right, by Mm -hmm. the way. Tim's has been around a long time. Okay. I've actually been on with Harvey and. uh, Harvey Hugh. Which Harvey is he? You know, Harvey got from People's Court, pal. Yeah, All not, right, you got to create this business that's worth yeah. Harvey no. Levin. Unfortunately and- for, for Harvey Levin, you tend to confuse his name with some Charles. Another- 
And Charles, yeah, I was on with Harvey and Charles or whatever. Had good conversations with them. And uh, who just told you? That? Yeah, Gumpy actually Gumpy. just said it aloud. Yeah, Gumpy did the research. I appreciate that. I have a lot of respect. TMZ normally gets shit right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like I, I wouldn't want to be a target of TMZ, which I guess I assume there's some sort of agreement too. That was probably a work all along for a lot of those people where you know they get followed and everything like that. But I have. You know, I've followed along with TMZ for a long time. They're, they're not just reporting shit, by the way. It, it feels like TMZ, it, I thought, I had thought, by the way, this is before this whole situation, because obviously the report that I read from TMZ was not what happened. I read that in a tweet response to me on SmackDown, but the, instead of the report or whatever, but I just hope he's okay. That's all. I'm happy he's okay. I hope they catch the bastards. It's not good for Hawaii. It's not good for Miles. Happy to hear everything's all right, though, it seems like, with an investigation ongoing here. Yeah, and Miles seems to be all right. Didn't the video come out of, of himself afterwards, like he's filming whoever? I saw a little clip of that. I didn't see that. Right. I saw oh. a lot of tweets from people that telling me that I was a uh, scumbag. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, some guy named, what was his name? Todd Herman? Todd Herm. Oh, yeah. Oh, Big Herm. Big Herm? Mm -hmm. Hey, this guy's good. He called me a hack. He said I've been a hack my entire career, and Miles could knock me out with one slap. Hashtag weak jaw, this guy said to me. This guy <laughs> I, like, like, I love this guy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. So like, he has like 23,000 followers, too. I think he's in a world where he's probably a guy, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, Todd, getting in the fucking game here. Okay, pal. Welcome aboard. You know what I mean? Great to see you. It was... It it was a wild weekend, AJ. Wild weekend, I'm sure. It was crazier for you. Let's get to some things that we have to get to. Uh, Packers apparently plan to call Aaron Rodgers bluff is how Pro Football Talk was wording it via Matt Schneidman at The Athletic. Seems like they are going to go ahead and say, nah, we're not trading you. You either have to come back or go elsewhere uh, or, or retire, I mean, and lose out on $23 million and $6.8 million will have to come back. Allegedly, these are all numbers being reported by people who were talking about the situation who might not know the contract exactly, but that seems to be where it's at. Uh, do you see this thing ending? If they're just going to sit in and not give up, does that mean they're going to continue to do uh, everything they can to kind of get this deal done? Or do you think they're just like, yeah, he can fucking be mad all he wants. Go ahead and do whatever you got to do. You're going to have to pay us at some point. Like, There's two different ways to read this, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have no clue, really. I don't. I just... I've, I've said before, like, I don't know what needs to be done to for them to to fix things. Like, I don't know like, how it even begins, but I, I would imagine this doesn't help. I, I'm thinking this, the fact that this is out, like, but it's also not a surprise to anybody either. Maybe they have been talking. Who knows what they're going? They have been going on behind the scenes. But like I said, I don't know what needs to get done for Aaron to be back in Green Bay. I really don't. The article goes, and it's pretty fascinating because there's a lot of interesting uh, tidbits. This is from the Athletic Matt Schneidman, who. I believe we have had interactions yeah. with him on numerous occasions. Yep. Good, we like Yeah, Matt he's a good guy. Yep. Matt Schneidman, good guy. According to the NFL's collective bargaining agreement, the Packers have the option to fine Rodgers a maximum of $93,000 for missing all three days of mandatory minicamp. $15,500 some for first day, $31,000 second day, $46,000 for third day. If Gunther Kuntz remains firm in his refusal to trade Rodgers despite June 2nd representing a potential turning point, the 37-year-old future Hall of Famer has two options. It's good writing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hey, Matt Simon, go right. Hey, he took the pen to the pad and did some work here today. He can either work past his feelings about Gunta Kuntz and play for the money, 
his coaches, his teammates, and Packers fans, or hold firm in his own stance to not play for the Packers and continue costing himself money as he misses every training camp practice. $15,000 mandatory fine per day missed under the new CBA. Regular season games and other team events the Packers could fine him for. According to Corey, if Rodgers, which we don't know who that is, uh, if Rodgers retired for good, he wouldn't collect the remaining $23 million. Okay, so he, he doesn't have to pay any money back. This money is future money, future earnings. And the Packers could recoup $6.8 million of a roster bonus he recently signed. Okay, so what it would actually cost him, I think, out of his pocket by reading this, is $6.8 million. Yes, $6.8 million is a lot of money. Okay, that's a lot of money. I retired, I think, with like $6 million left on my contract. I don't think to Aaron Rodgers, and it was a lot more to me. It was a lot to me. But I just, uh, you know, uh, everybody seems to be out of debt. We're good. I don't really, uh, don't want to focus on kicking the ball still. Uh, no, another surgery. Uh, let me go fucking do dumb shit on the internet here. We'll see how that whole thing works out. But for him, $6.8 million is nothing. I mean, that's, that's nothing to Aaron Rodgers, especially who knows what his investments are, his yeah. contract is. $6.8 million to retire. Do you have... Any thoughts now that he maybe will retire because it only will cost him $6.8 million at the most, it seems like? No, I still don't think uh, he will retire. I don't think he wants to pay any money back to anybody, though. It's one thing where, you know, (laughs) let's say somebody's owed $40 million next year and they something happens. They get cut like, oh, he just lost $40 million. I try to. No, he. First off, if he never had the money in the account, you can't say like they took money from or you lost that money. You never had it. Yeah, future earnings. Yeah, so it's, future. it's a lot different to not get paid something that you were due 12 months from now compared to paying something back. Like when you have to go into your account, you got to cut a check back. That's a big deal. I think for anybody with, that has any amount of money, nobody wants to pay their team back. Then Calvin Johnson's are still waiting on money for the from the Lions, isn't he? Uh, let's go. That's a good S-E-G-U-E, by the way. Allegedly... <laughs> Allegedly, they're paying him back uh, at Evan Foxy, yes. our local resident Detroit Lions fan. Hammer down boys are in here, too, by the way. Good to see you guys. Boys, oh, boys. Hey, I, I saw we uh, got a little cold, but we turned that right back around, didn't we? Uh, boys yeah. are still on a heater. Every once in a while, whenever you're riding that pony into Victory Town, you're going to hit a little bit of a sandstorm. And you guys did that one night. You didn't let it beat you on the other side. Absolutely I appreciate not. the hammer down You have boys. to ride the wave. Yeah, hey. Ride the wave, dude. Ride That's the wave. right. On your horse. To a to a place of no return. That's right. <laughs> On a horse with no name, too. Cowboy. <laughs> On a steel horse I ride. And I'm holding for AJ didn't hear you sing along. Why is that? Because it's not Brett Michaels, dude? Do you know who sings that? Yeah. Probably Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's what I... Uh, you don't know. <laughs> owner is of it Phil- do? No, it's is owner it of Philadelphia Not. Soul. No, it's John Bond. John Bond. Yeah. Yeah. John Bond. Of course it's John Bond, dude. John Bond <laughs> from Philly. My guy. <laughs> Brett Michaels from Pittsburgh. From the Berg. Yeah, Tampa's guy. <laughs> News PA guy. He's a Tampa guy. He's a Tampa guy. Let's get to some phone calls. <laughs> um, congrats to you guys, by the way. Nice work, boys. Winning. And Foxy, congrats to uh, Detroit as well, man. Thank you. Yeah, no Thank problem. You. Yeah, Detroit deserves it, right? 
Detroit deserves it. Pay him his money in cash. Add some interest on that. Give him whatever he Ooh. wants. How is this happening? How is the money coming back? Like, they don't know yet. That's what they have to figure out. They don't know when and how he's going to get paid it back. He's about to launch his uh, his dope. Mm-hmm. He's yes. got some oh, dope. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He, he's growing dope, a bunch of it. It looks like great dope, by the way. I haven't been able to get my nose on any of them, but mm. the optics of it look like it is skunky. I mean, from just the... Just the just the photos that appear to have no filter on. And yeah. I, I assume you could put a couple filters on tree to make it look even better than it is. You know, a couple little little hints of maybe some color. If you go into the iPhone edit where it goes into the full thing, a little bit more of this, you probably look like there's no filter on that. Yeah. It looks like Calvin Johnson's about to sling some high quality dope. Yeah. yeah, where he's growing that dope is actually five minutes where I'm from. Really? Yeah, Weberville, Michigan is where he's growing it. I'm from Williamston, Michigan. Okay, so has this been something that the Lions have seen? (laughs) No, he tags it in his IG every single time. Get the helicopters up. (laughs) The helicopters over near Foxy. Where's Foxy from? Oh, the high school that we had to expel teachers because there's a bunch of kids shirtless in the bathroom. Get the the choppers to the sky to figure that whole thing out. Is that this whole thing, he comes back into town or does he always live there? I think he lives in Detroit, I'm pretty sure. He always has? Yes. From what I understand. This guy's sitting in the city that he, I mean, this guy hey, should be work? your goddamn governor. I, mean, I agree. Hey, to pay him back, though, does it count against the cap in a certain year? Like, or could the owner just cut him a check out of their own account? Probably from the business, Ford. He'll probably be a he'll probably be a chief yeah, uh, Ford boy, chief, <laughs> chief designer for the the Ford family or whatever. That's like um, Jeff Saturday got a job with the Colts the day he retired, and I still don't know what he did. Huh. He had an office and everything. And I'm like, Worked for ESPN. That's what he does. Hey, he's good on there, by the way. Jeff's yeah. good on there. I played with Jeff for a year. He's a cool guy. Cool guy. Jeff was the man. I think I've told you, Jeff came in our first OTA, and he was like, <laughs> what is this? Absolutely not. You guys are killing each other. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we are not. This is not. What are we doing? This is not full go. It's like May 10th. You remember Jeff Saturday during the lockout? When it ended, Jeff Saturday was the one that negotiated with Robert Kraft to end this thing, allegedly. Like, that was the... Like we're hugging. Were they hugging or someone else? I don't know. Because back in the day, back in the day, but it's real. The lockout, because we were in the league, I think we had to pay attention to it more. And for me, it was coming out of, uh, you know, a no, no drug alcohol test period going back into one because I was in the substance of abuse program because I had a alleged event that led to a public intoxication Mm -hmm. in my second year in the league or whatever. So I was paying attention closely to the tempers that were in the room for that lockout back and forth. Like, okay, how long do I have here? It felt like we had forever for a long time. It was like these, even the littlest things in emails were like, we are at odds with like, this type of grass being allowed, it was like, oh, this shit ain't ever coming back. And then all of a sudden, Jeff Saturday was the guy who sat down at the table and said, hey, hey, listen, let's get this thing done. Makes it happen, allegedly. That, that's that's kind of the way it went in there. But always good to have that guy in your locker room uh, to get things done. But he got hired. I never knew what it was. I was like, oh, are they giving him just like a percentage of the company just because he uh, mm-hmm. saved football. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> Can I get one of those saved football uh, offices? I was going to ask, but Jim Mercer gave me his plan to go to college game day in Buffalo or or uh, SmackDown in Buffalo instead. So very nice of him to do that. It's a lot better. You know, a lot of, uh, I, I think college teams do it a lot to where they have offices set up for their past coaches. Like anyone who coached there before me, I think it's more like big schools that haven't had 750 head coaches come through. But for like their legendary coaches, they have offices always there that they can come use. You have any offices anywhere, dude? Ooh. 
I do not. You're looking at it. I have an attic right here. I'm sitting in. It'd be pretty cool if we walked into a place, though, and A.J. Hawk had an office. Yeah. A.J. Hawk's office is in the corner back there. Are you? Excuse me? <laughs> Man, I'd go right into your office, by the way. Please. I, corner office, too? I'd do what that, uh, that that Viking did, a speaker of the house there for what? <laughs> Stay on his <laughs> Right in your office. That'd be awesome. I want to let anybody know that if I'm ever given a fake office somewhere, I would like you to make it your own if you ever get a chance nice. to go. Okay. Hey, I mean, take it easy on the stuff that's on the desk. Sure. Fair. Yeah. But if you want to kick your feet up, go ahead and do what you got to do, wherever you got to do just it. don't be spilling Celsius everywhere. Hey, I'm tired of the Tennessee Titans just recruiting Julio the entire why, – why can't the Colts get involved in this thing? Can we Can we get a Bobcat? Colts tweet? are out of it. They're not even in it, are they? I feel like they don't even have a uh, No, old buddy this morning tweeted out 16 teams. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was it? Uh, Packers were still on there. I was pretty juiced up. There was a guy that tweeted out this morning a list of teams. He was an NFL guy, and he – and I don't know if this is gimmick or not. I don't know the guy well enough, but – he said he was top 10 NFL analysts for like 2018, 2019, and some other year as well. He's like an independent analyst, I think, or something like that. He put a tweet out of the teams that he has heard are still in the game. It was half the league. Yep. And if, if this guy's number one analyst for a couple Hold of on. years. But, hey, before, okay, I don't know who this guy is. I'm not, no disrespect to this person. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Feels who, like it. Where, who is rating? Top ten analyst every year after year. Analysts, what kind of analyst? yeah. analysts are analyzing analysts, uh, the year, uh-huh. and non-biased takes are being had. <laughs> Where are these lists then? Show me the list. Uh, I had. I just saw the title, pal. Okay, I walked in and saw the award. Here we go. Can we zoom in on old buddy here? This guy's name is uh, Jason Moore. Click on his profile just so I get this right. At Jason NFL, he is verified like everybody in this room except for Boston. Come on. <laughs> Top 10 most accurate analysts, oh. 2017, 2018, okay. 2019, and co-host of the award-winning at the FF Ballers podcast, Lover of Christ, Amen, Comedy, and Fantasy Football. Oh. He's from Phoenix, thefantasyfootballers.com. Shout out to Jason Moore, by the way. Jason Moore. Crushing it. This guy winning award after award. And uh, I assume he looked into it. He's top 10 most accurate analyst. And he says, 144,000 followers, by the way. Job well done on Twitter. Uh, born in 1982. Shout out to you, pal. Uh, coming up on 40 soon. Hey. Oh. Coming up on uh, 30? Yeah, 40. No, no, yeah. 40. 40. Yeah, 40. Yeah. 40 soon. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right. All right. Let's get back to the tweet. Shout out to Jason Moore, though. All right. Shout out. <laughs> Thank you. It's not, this is not a real show. <laughs> you read through his whole Twitter bio. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about contact. the people that follow him and make, make up stories. It's for the serious <laughs> listeners, man. You got to check. I just want people to know this guy's fucking legit, dude. He says, per sources, it appears. Julio is down to these teams. Okay. Titans, Patriots, Chargers, Raiders, Seahawks, Cardinals, Ravens, Colts, Niners, Eagles, Rams, Panthers, what? Bears, Broncos, what? Packers, Jaguars, what? Saints, Vikings, Washington. What? Sorry, other teams. He has whittled away one-tenth of the league. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, his sources are saying, everybody, though, Jason Moore, top ten guy. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, dude. Yeah. So who's the most likely? Who's the most likely out of those teams for Julio? I think he said in no specific order. Or were these in specific no, order? I'm not Can sure. he rank these six? Is that how we should be judging? It might be right. Yeah, we might have to rank these one to 16, right? Oh, I think, is that how he's trying? Because if so, Colts are in the middle of the pack. we got to at least get ahead. Yeah. Now, now, Seahawks, Russell Wilson and Julio have been talking. Yeah. Allegedly, they've talked about playing together. They're in the game all of a sudden as 
guys off this weekend, but they're not the only ones. There's there's 27 to 28 other teams that are still in the ballgame yeah. there, Julio says. Um, you always tell a story about how a guy in the front office potentially got mad that when Tannehill got paid, you said Andrew Luck's going to get paid. Do will, will front office people get mad that, like, they're active, like, A.J. Brown is actively recruiting and saying we need to go trade for Julio Jones? Well, I have no idea. That is interesting. And they probably would have told him to stop, I guess, is what you're saying as well. I'm just wondering because, like, who's the GM down there? Who's GM? It's Vrabes and who? I don't know. He brought him out. He, he knew him from. He was in New England for a little bit, I think, for a while. <laughs> I assume they would have told him. John Robinson. Yeah, John. Yeah, I would assume. I would assume they would have told Bob. him. You know what I mean? If they why? Did. But why would they be? What's it, is it going to hurt him somehow if they are going after him? Uh, well, you're the. I mean, I don't know. I got in trouble because I was potentially, you know, talking about business or whatever when I said Tannehill. If that's what Tannehill's getting paid in Miami, okay, before Tennessee in Miami without he play. They're going to have to give luck a percentage of the team. Yeah. That's just how it's going to be. I was told that I can't be talking about things like that publicly. And it was like, okay, if I'm swaying a contract negotiation with my Twitter, <laughs> okay, maybe I should be given a little bit more respect around it. Sweet. <laughs> but if that's not happening, you know, like that type of stuff. But were they, were they more upset, though, that you were taking a shot at Tannehill? <laughs> I don't know. Who, who knows? I mean, we're, I'm just asking. Maybe, though. Maybe that was the case. Maybe I was firing up Tannehill and the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't play them that year, but maybe the year after that or something like that, yeah. we potentially we're going to get their best shot. You know what they're going to do? They're going to try to block my punt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, whatever the case. It's all. I shouldn't have done it, I guess, hindsight. It would have saved me. Not enough retweets for the bullshit on the back end. So life is a game of risk assessment, and that particular one wasn't worth the bullshit that happened. But I still do feel pretty good about it. If I was on a team right now, I was recruiting players via Twitter a long time ago. Uh, Andre Johnson wasn't happy about his role or something in Houston. I forget what was like the thing. So I brought out this massive cinnamon roll, and I told him, like, hey, here in Indianapolis, you're going to love it. And Dominican Sue, he was allegedly going to move, you know, from Detroit to Miami, and everybody was like, it's because Miami's so nice. So I made this uh, fictitious, you know, beach scene, and I told him, like, hey, th- hey, don't let the people fool you. This is what Indianapolis looks like. Sweet. You know what I mean? Go, now, now, they paid him, like, a hundred-some million dollars. Yeah, I don't right. think we were going to do that, but I'm all about trying to recruit people. I never got in trouble when it was free agents or anything like that. Uh, but in this particular case, are they getting their fans too excited about Julio Jones? Ooh. And if Vrabes and the GM, Mr. John Robinson, can't get it figured out, are they letting down the locker room? Uh, and that's something we got to talk about. Are they letting down the locker room, AJ? I mean, I'm not answering that question. Come on, not dude. Real. AJ, it's that's not a real question. That's the conversation that's going to – somebody's going to have that convo. Not the locker room. Okay, another way to look at it, if let's say you have a bunch of teammates, say there's a running back on the market, and they're recruiting Adrian Peterson. If you were the starting running back for that team, would you be pissed at your teammates? Yeah, but instead now, A.J. Braun is leading the charge. Same Mm -hmm. position, yeah. That's why I think it's fine because it's your same position. Yeah, and and he's kind of giving the okay to the rest of the locker room. Like, hey, listen – I get it. I mm-hmm. reason why I wear a number. Uh, we we all want him on the team. Ian Rappaport said people are saying because he's old and what happened. It's like yo, who are these people? <laughs> who are they, dude? It can't. I mean, it's going to definitely drive Julio. I think too the fact that people are saying things like think he's pretty much done. I feel like people come after me for being like very very dumb all the time. This particular <laughs> one, it comes. People come at me on this one about my love for getting Julio on the Colts. 
it's like, yo, I think he joins the Colts. The team is immediately, immediately AFC championship. Imme- like, immediately. Just what it does for T.Y. I mean, you got Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines. The whole offense just opens up. When you get a guy like Julio, it just opens everything up with that offensive line. And if Carson remembers how to play football, which it seems like he is. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it seems like there's a couple times he couldn't remember how to fucking hit a jumper. He mm-hmm. leaned back, fade back, lost to Mo Alley Cox in knockout. But if he remembers how to play quarterback, that defense, everything, it's like that team can go. And for some reason, we're not doing it. It's like, what is it? Make it happen. And then the Packers, another team. Yeah. You add him to the Packers, it's like, will that directly change the result against the bucket? Maybe. Hey, you know that field goal call? Yeah. You yeah. know that whole thing? If you got Julio and Devontae and Big Bob Tunyon out there, what, what do we think the decision is being made there? It's just... Toss it up to one of them. I don't know, man. I just This is just like the Tom Brady thing where I'm like... And I also said this about Cam, so I guess I, I have been wrong with the excitement. Although people are saying this year is going to be his year. We can't judge him last year because it was COVID, Cam, which, okay, I'll get on board with that so I can be right again. But normally, I feel like... It, you get that guy in your building if you can. Like, not just because on the field, but everything else, AJ. I, I just, it makes no sense. But just like Tom Brady, you get Tom Brady in your building just so you can get him there. Not just for on the field, which, by the way, still got it better than he's ever been. But in the building, man, it's just, it's a whole different world. And he, and he has, what, three years left on his deal? I, I think I said last week on the show, if you can find a way to restructure it, make it more cat-friendly for yourself, make Julio feel good about it, yeah, why not? I, I think it's a pretty safe bet to say Julio can still be a very productive player for the next three seasons. Okay, before we get to a break, I agree, AJ. We all agree? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, favor say aye. 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 Go get him, Bill. People are saying that. Oh, yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. With everything he's done this offseason, why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't he go get Julio? Yeah. Did it with Randy. Why wouldn't he? Golly. Why wouldn't he? Is he still the betting favorite? Uh, remember, they, they moved, the Rams moved into conversation in the betting odds to plus 500. The day after. Shrags shot that down. Yeah, but the day after Shrags told us, eh, the Rams, if they want something, they'll go get it or whatever. Then the next day, they got into the odds and then there was conversations. And Shrags actually had to tweet out this weekend. Like I said last week mm-hmm. on, and he added me, the only reason why I see it. Uh, so the reaction was, the Rams aren't in this game. So they got into the betting. I don't think anybody knows. No. Which means it might be Bill. Yeah, especially if they're the favorite. But usually, just like with Tampa and the Bucks, they shot up out of nowhere and became the favorite right before they signed him. Now, this is diving deep into the thought shop, the memory bank. Before the draft, there was a bunch of buzz about the New England Patriots and Atlanta Falcons having discussions about trading potentially. Yeah. Was that conversation mostly Stephon Gilmore um, and, and Julio Jones? What's this going to take? What do we got to do? Was that just laying the groundwork? And is that why it's been so quiet on who's going to potentially get in there? Is that why it's a guessing game? Is that why there's 20 teams listed out by a top 10 analyst on who it could potentially be because of how quiet it's been? And if it was, that would be Bill, wouldn't it? Oh. He's got his little fucking splunking light on. Uh-huh. He's going through the caves down to Atlanta and and nobody's going to have these phones. And he does this whole thing. That would be Bill. And they've been in it from the beginning. I feel like from the beginning, it was like, okay, the Patriots are in this thing with all these other teams. And now these past few days, there's been, it's been very quiet on the Patriots front, which I think bodes well for the fact that they're probably moving you know, behind the scenes here. Would you, would you be heartbroken if they don't get Julio? thousand percent. So you in your mind are, we have Julio on our team. I've seen four to five different reports that this deal is done. So in my head, yeah, I, I would be crushed if we don't get him. And I wonder if there's any Titans fans that have that thought. I don't think so. I, don't, I, don't, I think they like seeing 
everybody try to recruit him and they think about how good their team will be if they get Julio on their team. And Colts fans, same thing. But I don't think anybody other than New England has a full expectancy of him being on their team. Oh, yeah. Even Atlanta. I don't think Atlanta even has it, especially after the amount of their team. Well, and I think part of that goes into the fact of what Bill has done this whole entire offseason, yeah, like we were awesome. just talking about. Because he's done all that now, it's like, hey, why stop now, Bill? Go get Julio. Hey, uh, AJ, I told you something. Jeez, Elise. <laughs> rabbit, rabbit. Rabbit, rabbit today, rabbit. January, June 1. Who said, where did you hear that? Somebody called Gary in Connecticut told me that. He was driving UPS. Shout out to Gary. He told me that one day. I'd never heard it before either. It's a big British thing I looked up. Who? It's a big British thing. Okay. Gary in Connecticut. I didn't know he had ties to the royal family. Culture. Yeah, man, culture. Shout out to him, dude. Appreciate that. I told you, though. Okay, I told you and I told everybody else. I said, there's going to be somebody in the media who's pissed off with the way Adam Vinatieri chose to retire. Didn't I say that? I don't think you said that to me. Oh, you might not have been on. It would have been better if you <laughs> were because it would have made me feel good that I actually, <laughs> yeah. and you probably would have said, nobody's going to be mad. Who does that? Anyways, Peter King, uh, in his uh, Football Morning in America article, uh, says that, I think that was one weird retirement by Adam Vinatieri, who seemed like he surprised Pat McAfee on his show last week. By the way, good speculation. Mm-hmm. He did surprise me. Mm-hmm. Uh, by saying he was submitting his paperwork for retirement. No announcement from the team, just... Odd. I know retiring is tough for a player, uh, particularly a player who played great well into his 40s and had some of the greatest clutch kicks of all time and will waltz into Canton as the third kicker to be elected. I reached out to the Colts to see if I could speak with Vinatieri about his career. He declined. No issue there, but for Adam Vinatieri to fade away with no formal announcement is strange. Hmm. I think he had a couple formal announcements, don't you? I, I, I think formal. I think there was a couple billionaires that tweeted him and sent him mm-hmm. some messages. There yep. was numerous multi-billion-dollar companies that wrote articles and headlines about him. Thank you, Vinny. And there was one Thank show, you. Yeah. you know, that he was just sitting on doing it that had no idea what was happening at the time it was happening. So I think whenever I said somebody was going to be mad, I knew. Yep, yeah, I assume there were some media folks who were not too happy with Vinny making his announcement on this show. True. By the way, that is, I knew that was going to happen. Um, I think his retirement was pretty fucking legendary. Yeah. I mean, I think it was pretty pretty awesome. And also, the fact that they reach out and talk to him, Peter King, I don't know his relationship with Vinny. Vinny's probably out in the middle of the woods right now. Oh, yeah. Vinny, Vinny is probably out in the middle of the woods. He declined. It was like, well, Vinny did not hear that, that I, I assume. Or maybe he did. And if he did, even better. But I don't think that's the case. Uh, I knew somebody was going to hate it, though, AJ. I fucking knew it, dude. Well, I mean, does Peter want Vinatieri to have like a big press conference, like a retirement thing? And he could still do the whole go sign a contract, even though he's still a member. Is he still technically a member of the Colts? No, I don't think so. And, and remember, I learned this. Sign thing. a one-day contract and do all that. Maybe they do it early in the season or something. Yeah, and, and Ursay said Ring of Honor. So he's going to be in the Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I assume he's going to be in the oh, Patriots yeah. as well. The formal announcements in your world will be coming, my friend. <laughs> So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know, if you're serious about cooking, you should invest in your kitchen tools. Okay. Maiden's cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands and thousands of the world's best chefs. We have their products here. The guys have been trying them out and absolutely love them. They're the best. I love cooking with these things. You don't have to be a top chef in the world to love Maiden's kitchenware and chefware. Absolutely, because I am certainly not a top chef. No, no, me neither, but maybe I'll get there with how good this shit is. Yeah. 
Made in produces professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. They source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Oh, you see that? That's huge. That's what we like. Steak knives are very expensive. Made in products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee. Nice. Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from the stovetop to the oven, and their knives are fully forged, perfectly balanced, and stay sharp. They have 28,000 five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Wow. Made in. Better cookware for better meals. Go to M-A-D-E-I-N-C-O-O-K-W-A-R-E.com forward slash Pat and use promo code PAT for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com forward slash PAT. Use promo code PAT for 15% off your first order. Shout out to Maiden. Thank you for everything you uh, made. Thank you for allowing us to buy this stuff without the markup. And thank you for these knives that are perfectly balanced and forged with greatness. We love you, Maiden. Back to the show. Oh, AJ Hawk, how you doing, pal? Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, AJ. Doing great, pal. It's great to see you. Oh, I thought we had a guy join us. I was real excited. I was going to get right into it. Oh, uh, 205 uh, Eastern Standard, actually Eastern Daylight Time now because it is spring into summer, Eastern mm-hmm. Daylight Time. Yeah. We'll have a fantasy football expert and insider who has whittled a list down of Julio Jones' potential landing spots to 19 teams. Cannot wait to chat with him. Um, AJ, a couple quick questions on some stuff going on. Um, Tim Tebow's home and away jerseys are top two sellers in the NFL right now. Staying power. The day after he got signed to that team, he went up to number one, still number one. Have you bought your Tebow shit yet? And Ian Rappaport asked us to name the position that Taysom Hill plays as opposed to saying Taysom Hill. Do you think Urban Meyer has the Taysom Hill mindset like Sean Payton had for Timmy Tebow? Or is this all just one big we'll see how it goes type situation the more he can do? Taysom Hill covering a kick, by the way, is not something I think Tim Tebow will be able to do. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. That is something like inside you have to have a certain drive to cover kicks. Will Tim Tebow do that? It would be great to see, but I'm not 100% sure. But maybe he's just a gadget guy, third down red zone guy. and Maybe he uh, maybe he has 10, 15 touchdowns, A.J. Hawk. I don't think they know what they have in, in Timmy yet. I mean, they'll, they'll have to see – once training camp comes and even the, whatever preseason games they play to see like what kind of role they can have for him if he's on the team, I guess. The thought of Tebow, you know. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they brought him there to throw a whole lot of passes. Uh, AJ, you drafted well, Trevor Lawrence, that. number one. Why? Dude, bro, are you kidding me? Trevor Lawrence, shotgun, rolls right, throwback left, oh. Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Tebow catches it. What do we got? Jameis Winston in the Nickelodeon game. Mucking touchdown. Yeah. Every single game. Every single game. At least twice. Well, like you said, the red zone. Like a little tight end around. Oh. And then Trevor. Philly, Philly. Yeah, Trevor's yeah. replacing him. Going out back. I and mean, Tebow might throw 20 touchdowns. And everybody year. knows. Like, you got to know if a running back's lefty or righty, AJ. That's not, hey, hey, this guy's a lefty. Remember that. Whenever mm-hmm. he's in motion rolling to his left, think about a pass potentially. Timmy Tebow, you know, is good. <laughs> I hope he's good, dude. I do. What if he throws eight? What if all of a sudden they run a gadget to him and he throws it right-handed? That would really throw people off. Well, we've been talking about Aaron playing lefty this year. 
You know, and that really hasn't caught on at all. But it's about to. It's about to get some traction. I hope so. Tebow had enough trouble with his left hand. Let's just let him throw lefty. We don't have to make him throw righty. Okay. Wait, maybe. Yep. I played baseball one time. That's right. Yeah. I batted from the wrong side of the plate. True. Because yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> maybe Tim didn't know he was a righty. Chance. Yeah. You ever think about that? Uh, I mean, if he didn't know he was a righty, then he was a damn good football player at Florida. That's, that's what left. we're saying. Do he you, was handicapping himself. He was self-handicapping by using his weak arm his entire career. Do you think Tebow is maybe pissed, though, and said something to Urban because he found out a couple nights ago that Chris Jericho is a better quarterback than he no, is? Chris Jericho was slinging that rock, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Did you see that? Shocking it. Hey. So was it uh, I like Charlie Strong feeding him the balls, too. Yeah. By the way, live, live, whatever it is, Chris Jericho – Catches that thing with gloves on with his fingers out. He fi- Listen, that laptop's going to hurt, all right? Mm-hmm. And that laptop had probably plays and designs yeah. for Tebow on it. Yeah. Nobody ever thinks about that. Urban's like, yeah, fuck it. Hey, we're on the same hey. team here. Go ahead, go ahead and take. He, he obviously assaults MJF or whatever, but I think the footballs, with how hard he was firing them, tight spirals, by the way, you just getting pelted in the ribs with an NFL ball is not fun at all. That is not a that is not a fun. I do not expect Chris Jericho okay, to fire that pigskin. He's got a gun. I did not expect that at all. Those were some hucks, but shout to Chuck Strong and Urban Meyer obviously getting involved in the action there. Yeah, but what that's uh is it Tony Khan who runs AEW? Yeah, he cut a promo on uh, WWE the other day too. Oh, I did see that. Was he standing outside a venue, I think? Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Is it weird that Urban went on to a platform that uses the word elite in, in the middle of it? He's been describing things as elite lately, by the oh, way. Oh, he's back on elite. Oh, yeah, he's I off think the so. edge. I think at the beginning he was a little bit upset. You know, he said, we're going to live on the edge. And, uh, you know, anytime you try to put in a new word to replace another word, yeah. it's not always the easiest thing to do. You know what I mean? And I, I think on the edge is what he was trying to put in for elite. And okay. then he got a chance to start describing something. He's like, you know what? Fucking hey, that's elite. That's elite. Yeah. That's elite. Right? You know, I think that kind of happened. But I think Urban's going to do well down there. The more and more, I, the fact that he did that, by the way, makes me think like, okay, Urban Meyer, I think Urban Meyer is much more of a human than I ever expected. I thought that dude was just robot stooge from college football. He seems to be guy. Like, he seems to be a guy down there. Yeah, it looked like he actually had fun. Like, I'm sure he was like, this is probably how I felt going down to your stuff and you wrestling. Like, this is so bizarre and awesome at the same time. Yeah, I agree. And that's life, uh, isn't it? Now, speaking of bizarre and awesome, joining us now is a top 10. Hey, top 10. 10 analysts 2017 2018 2019 waiting on the judges in the votes for 2020 don't know if that already happened but let's assume he's going for a four peat ladies and gentlemen joining us now mr jason moore hey let's go how you intro a man hey let's go jason let's go all that how are you doing pal I'm doing great. I'm sure 2020 is going to be on the list soon. The uh, draft rankings are not quite out yet. They wait towards the August season of fantasy football to release that. But, um, you know, I'm hopeful for the four, Pete. Okay, so I think that you were a fantasy football podcast host. I- I'm terrible at the-, the game of fantasy football. It requires a lot of time, a lot of due diligence. You have to be intelligent. All things I am not really a big fan of doing in my life, but I appreciate the people that do. What separates you from everybody else? Is it just how goddamn smart you are, Jason? Is that the separator? 
I, I would say that's the primary factor, but it's not the only one. Um, there's there's a team of three of us here and, and people behind the scenes that are a lot smarter than me that uh, oh. that help out. But I mean, that's the, that's the point of our show is like people like you that don't have the time to the, the dedication to focus on fantasy. Just listen. And then we're like, we make you smart. That's our goal. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I'm going to listen. Uh, can't thank you enough for joining us here today. I saw a tweet where uh, you whittled down, okay, yeah. Julio's homes. And as soon as we saw it over here, we were thankful, you know, because we hadn't gotten a chance to really hear what teams Julio would like to go to. We heard him say, I'm out of there, and I just want to win, you know, on, on a phone call. We heard that. But you really putting it out there, what teams you want to go to, we were thankful for. And now you got a chance to tell us, like, hey, your investigative work and everything. How did you get to these 19 or 20, depending on if my counting was right, destinations for Julio? Yeah, well, I've got an update to the destinations here in a minute. But, uh, oh, 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 yeah. Um, the reality here Whoa. is, you know, we're 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 full time, you know, in the football world for years and years. So we follow all the beat reporters on all the teams. We see all the news out of, uh, you know, each local area. Yeah. And so we know which teams are wanting in, which teams are wanting out. It looks like the Rams are out. Oh. The Rams oh. are no longer. Shregs am- told us that last week. Did you see? You yeah. didn't. He told I was me. I was a little slow on the uptake there, no. but I have to add Jason. I have to add the Panthers, Chiefs, Browns, and Steelers okay. uh, to the okay. list. Uh, so we're we're getting close to finding out the destination. Um, but I you know I do rule out the Los Angeles Rams now. Yeah, and that was Julio's list, right? Not the Rams. This wasn't the team's list. This was Julio's list. Does does Julio hate Sean McVay? Is that why, or is it because Schrager came out and said, "Nah, we don't want him"? Does Julio feel disrespected by Sean McVay and the Chargers? There, or are we misreading the whole list in general? Yeah, well, uh, probably, but um, I would say that uh, the you know when it comes to Julio's destinations, when he did hear from Schrager that the Rams were out, you have to. Now I have not spoken to Julio, but I have to assume disrespect. I have to assume yeah. you're out on me. I'm a top five wide receiver in the NFL. You're out on me. I'm out on you. Yeah. This is a breakup situation. They're not. He's not going to stand there. And, and, and let them say, I don't want Julio, he would never have gone to the Rams. Uh, that's my understanding, is he was out well before the Rams were out. Okay, thank you. So we just got a chance to publicly hear that the Rams were out via Schrags, who is promoting a, a podcast. Uh, way to piece it together there. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, you uh, just alluded to the fact you hadn't spoken to Julio yet, but in your research, do you know if there's like a favorite team or a top three that he's you know getting close to now? Well, he has he, he has listed the Patriots as a team he would want to play for. I, I do think, in all seriousness, there is a list of clear um, leaders. You know, the Patriots, the Chargers, uh, the Chargers, Titans um, are are three of the teams that I would put my money on if I was uh, if I was making a bet. Um, but according to local reporters from almost every NFL city, it seems like all the teams would like. Julio Jones on their roster. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're kind of getting the same read as you, but we are thankful. We are very thankful that you, uh, you know, you put it on paper, legitimized it for us for the show. Thank you for joining us. What's the name? The Fantasy Footballers? The Fantasy Footballers podcast or website. We can help you win in fantasy and have a good time doing it. Where are you from, Jason? Uh, we, our studio is in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. We're in the hottest place in the world right now. I heard Phoenix is awesome, though. I mean, I've heard it, that place is awesome over there. 
yeah, Phoenix has its ups and downs, but its downs are the summer. And that's where we're heading. So, uh, yeah, other than that, it's great. <laughs> All right, well, lock it down. We appreciate you, Jason Moore. Hey, he's tapped into all the local writers. I think he subscribed to uh, The Athletic, right? Mm-hmm. You know what they did? Yep. Kind of get a chance to hear that. Really appreciate Jason Moore. I'm going to listen to the fantasy footballers, by the way. Oh, yeah. AJ, what's your problem? What's your well, deal? You, know, you you let him go. I wanted to ask him how many of those teams oh. legitimately have a chance to get who we are. Uh, oh, you wanted to ask a question? Yeah. That's weird. Interesting. Didn't look Thanks like shut it. shut me down. Well, hey, that was a moment there. Okay, you hear me? <laughs> you really? You really? I mean, I wasn't ready. I always wasn't ready. I guess, I guess, like you, for those that are just listening, you have no idea. So, normally there's a interaction between me and AJ while somebody is speaking because we're not in the same studio, yeah. where I point and AJ gives like a yup, yeah, like he has a question or something like that. As soon as this Jason Moore guy gets on, we get one question in. I pointed AJ, and the first time ever, he waved off the fastball. Yeah, <laughs> he just shook it off, and then I had to eat. I had to eat oh. everything that was going on. And I assume that was just because you were trying to get a feel for it. Is that what was going on? I just wasn't. I wasn't prepared yet. You came to me too early. Oh, okay, all right. Hmm. But then you dub- the double point. Then you come. I, I could have easily. <laughs> After I shook off the first one, I could have given you, yeah, okay, I'm good now. But you pointed again, and I had to let you know, no, not happening right now. <laughs> what a moment. No, that's that's why this show is this show, though. I, yeah. I assume that fantasy football show is ten times better than our He's show. He's got a great that setup. studio is awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What's going on? We got pretty good shit. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, nice yeah. in here. We got Celsius fridge. Incredible. Yeah. Got the punch out thing down there. Yeah. yeah, rabbit, rabbit, man. Got the Adrian Hawk punch. Yeah, I saw the church was still standing. Church still up. Yeah, it looks cool. We got, we've been taking care of the landscape. And turns out contractors not easy to find right now. No. Really? Coming out of quarantine. Like, uh, well, wood's so goddamn expensive. Well, not just the wood, the gas, the everything. <laughs> but also, I think they're have. I think they filled with jobs. Oh. Like, I, they got pushed back. There's no longer well, like a... Uh, stimulus and stuff like that, a little extra money. There's, like, well, there's a lot of shit going on, yeah. I think. So it's been tough i mean i had to look over the blueprints and my thoughts were pretty good with the engineers and the architects but i think it's gonna take a little bit I, a lot longer oh, than no. i expected i thought we'd be able to just put that fucker together I, it's not the way it goes still got the cross on top of the building gotta figure that one out oh, okay. yeah i don't want people thinking that you know jesus lives there he moved along he moved out mm-hmm. he used to live here I, but don't, I mean, what do you do though like what's the uh, like it's like, how do you get rid of a flag? Like, isn't taking a cross down? It's got to be something. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna have to be third party. I'm gonna have to yeah. hire somebody to do that you middle of the night. That. I don't see it. I don't know it. I don't know nothing about it. You know what I mean? Middle of the night. Because we don't oh. need a demonic situation. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, the neighbors smothers. Oh, oh God! So if he hears a <laughs> hacksaw on that thing at the top in He's the middle of the night, he'll lose it. This thing is huge on top, by the way. Huge up there. But we're false. This is, uh, we're doing faux representation, you know? I don't want people to think like, hey, I need something. I need somewhere to go. This is a place to go. It's like, he don't live here no more, okay? He used to, and you can you can do what you got to do. So we have to take it down. I don't know the right way to do it or how to do it, though. It's big. Yeah. It is big. I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of people on the internet that know, like, the proper way to uh, dispose of that. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Of it. Yeah, the internet. The internet definitely. How to uh, get rid of cross that you bought off a church. Church. Uh, I'm how sure that's going to come back very How good. to get rid of 20-foot cross. Oh, how to get rid of crosses, then it'll turn into burning cross, yeah, then it'll be like right. L.A. Kempler. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, can't do that. Oh, I want to let everybody know. I want to let everybody know, okay? I didn't watch The Office. We all know that. I don't watch anything. I'd come home, though, and Ellen would be on, and she'd be guest hosting, 
And I'm like, why is this person guest hosting? Why is this person guest hosting? My wife like, oh, she's loved by everybody. Okay, so that's the only place I ever know her is from guest hosting Ellen Show. Learned a lot about her yeah. this morning on Man. the internet. Wow. I still don't understand like what the pageant thing, What 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 is it? I had to get into four different Wikipedia tabs searches, yeah, to yeah. really find it. But if you go deep enough, you will figure it out. It's it, not, she yeah. knew, like, was she aware of everything going on around that pageant? Uh, I didn't Duh. go deep enough to know that. I, I'm assuming the information about her in this situation is very new to the world. That's why everybody's learning about it. It's going. To, if I'm her, though, I'm, I'm trying to get out in front of this one. Yeah, they make it sound like it'd be pretty tough not to know what was going on. So you know, Jesus, she was in the office. You guys love that show. What's that all about? Her character stunk. Yeah, she's my so. least favorite character. I no, wish she was. No, no, you show. guys never said that. Yeah, you said that. First thing I said. No, you guys said office. Every character, good character. No, that's not true. No, nope. second worst character, to be honest. But who's the worst? Nelly. I think I, I would like to stand firm on she is the worst character in the show. Yeah, Diggs, of course. Diggs well, loved her. Yeah, you know? Tony. No, I said second one. Wow. <laughs> Blocker. That's unbelievable. So what, you just watch the show and you go, that's the one I like right there. Yeah. Sec- second worst. Second worst, okay. What did the other person do? Just so I know if it's not a prom queen for the KKK. It's kind of, I save it for another time. Allegedly, by the way. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, I don't want to get into this game again. I'm out of it, actually. Yeah. Oh, no. Talking Hollywood. Can't do it. <laughs> Listen, I was in those waters this weekend. They are mean to me. They got no respect for me at all over there. Once again, you were not reporting this. No, you are really, just no. simply reacting to what you saw trending on Twitter. They observe and report. Mm-hmm. I have not observed enough to give an actual you know, feeling and thought about this whole thing, but the Miles Teller fans came after me this weekend. And I put my phone down, you know, for the holiday, but as soon as I opened it up, they were still there. Still there. Yeah. They are not happy with me, AJ. I mean, it's got to feel good for him that he knows he has a strong backing of fans. Yeah. I also saw some other people send some stuff to him, too. That wasn't great. People that were my fans, I think. They, they decided. Yeah. It wasn't a good situation, but me and Miles, hey, you know, my tie? Yeah. I think we're going to survive this. Oh, really? I think we're going to survive this. Nice. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe eventually he comes in, like he, he knocks you out while you're at the you're at the booth <laughs> calling a, a Friday night. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocks me out, huh? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you get so, I, it's so easy to get you up there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you're, you're a linebacker. You're coming, to the, you're coming to my world, really? Yeah, well, you're a linebacker in the NFL. You haven't just been mocked and ridiculed for being a kicker and punter your entire life. You know what I mean? So, what do you mean? Old Todd Herman sent out a tweet about a week. Joe, I was like, funny, because my immediate reaction was the complete opposite. Uh-huh. Would be tough to sell Top Gun too if that guy gets knocked out by punter, which is <laughs> what was I was. I, that's my immediate thought. But then after learning the whole story, it's like, oh, okay, fuck it, Miles Teller, good guy, mm-hmm. good guy. Don't know why he chose to bury me with his entire story, but good guy, good guy. This because you were the you were the only one that said something on Friday Night SmackDown about it. I'm not the only one that said it and on Friday. Put out the yeah. article, AJ. There was 20 articles before hey, I, that. First off, stop coming to me. All of you. <laughs> don't come to me with any of this. No beef, AJ. Come on. I don't have a beef with anyone involved, but if there's one thing I am not, it is the middleman. And I have been that person <laughs> recently, and it's not happening. Just getting sick of it. That <laughs> <laughs> is not my deal. I, love I don't facilitate. I don't mediate. I don't do any of that. No, but you got a problem? You got a problem? Cool. Leave me out of it. No, <laughs> too bad. No, I'm not I, mad at either. I had a problem. Anybody. I did have a problem for a little bit as I was getting attacked for 
people were acting as if I was the Mali Police Department. Or yeah. Whatever. You know, like I was doing this entire thing. I'm like, yo, this was. But then after, you know, hearing, I'm like, all right, all right. I, I can understand how this could be a little bit of a situation, I guess. So I moved on. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. But. I mean, you you just what, have them come in and just knock you out. Over I mean, what are we doing Ridiculous. here? Ridiculous. Well, I mean, what do you? It's, what's don't bunch? break it. Don't break your old kayfabe, bud. I'm just talking talking wrestling. With oh, you. <laughs> okay. this guy. Let's go to Sam down in Louisville. What's going on, Sam? What's up, Pat, AJ, and the boys? How you doing? Hey, not too shabby. How are you? Doing all right. We all know this. Best show on the internet, but it stinks. Yeah, it's the best show on the internet. Okay, thank you so much. It's very nice of you, Sam. We appreciate you listening and watching wherever the hell you may be. I guess in this particular case, Louisville. All right, I don't know if you're always in Louisville or if you travel and all that. But what do you want to talk about, pal? Well, I'm hoping my question will piss off some NFC East fans. Oh, uh, my question is: If FanDuel put out an over/under bet on this, any te- NFC East team will win the Super Bowl in the next 20 years. Are you hammering the over? Um, you know, the interesting thing with the <laughs> NFC East is they could all be Super Bowl champs this yeah. year. Uh-huh. AJ thought, remember, you thought the Cowboys were going to be in there. I mean, the Eagles, fascinating to me. Very fascinating to me with the Eagles. You know what I mean? How that whole thing pans out or whatever. Like, that team could be very bad. They could be very, very bad. But the Washington football team gave Tampa all they could handle in the playoffs. And the Giants, they seem to be going all in because the owner said he's tired of telling people why they lose all the time. So I just, you know, I I don't know. I don't know how the NFC East shakes up, but I assume it's going to be better than it had. It it was terrible last year. That thing was a laughing stock over there. Dak got hurt, obviously. That changes a lot of things. But it was national TV every week, just bad football. Well, it helps that Washington definitely has a lot of potential and a lot of hope there. Let's see how Fitzmagic uh, will play, especially early on. But yeah, the Giants, what, Danny Dimes, let's see what he is. If he turns into a he takes another step forward, yeah, the Giants could be a contender as well. Let's go to John in Canada. John, what's going on, pal? Cowboys, obviously, we know they're a contender. You still feel that way? Sure. Dak looked good, man. I saw a picture of Dak throwing. Whew. Looks good. I saw odds. Big Mike's number. Best odds to get fired first. Oh, that is. I mean, that's a little surprising to me. It's only his second year. Uh, I think that's indicative of the first year. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's what everybody mm-hmm. is potentially talking about. They're playing good football at the end. I remember. Yeah, absolutely. Watermelon's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Speeches. He was surprised by the amount of water in watermelon. Right. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones said that that was one of his favorite moments of the season. Is Mike's dismay about how much water is in watermelons uh but vic fangio's there i assume he would have been up higher that team might be real good though they got money too aj says the broncos nation is saying that that money's for aaron Rodgers still mm-hmm, yeah. brian uh has allegedly told people schneidman's reporting they aren't trading them so the floors on there is getting fired that's like the greatest head coach in the history of the nfl if you just look at stats so i don't know if anybody knows anything right now this is all just conversation piece well and like you said i mean how is zach robinson or zach taylor or whatever the hell his name is. How is he not number one up there? Yeah, that guy in Cincy. We don't know if he's good at coaching football or not, do we, AJ? I mean, it feels like we don't know anything about the guy. A lot of people don't know he's there. That's great for Zach Taylor, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know. And we How have, long was his deal, though? Didn't he sound like a like five-year Five year years, I think. And that was after the McVay hiring where everybody was like, hey, you know, this is how this whole thing goes. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to do. I just, with all that we know about the Bengals – and the way things go. Mm-hmm. Should we give Zach a little bit more leeway? You know what I mean? Should we say, like, 
hey, maybe that guy does understand how to coach football. You know, it doesn't look like it. They well, don't just, win. Hey, ever. just look at the organization, though. If you, We don't know That's one way or the said. other how he's going to be as a head coach. The organization does not AJ hire people that. to fire him. AJ said that, by the way. Mm-hmm. AJ just what? said it's the organization's fault why they aren't good, so maybe we don't I judge didn't say that. No, I said <laughs> it. they don't, they don't fire care. people to pay them for three more years. The Bengals are not a team that have done that much in the You're past, right. I don't think. You're right. You're right. So they'll hang on no matter what. Like, hey, this is a depreciating value. Uh, this is something that we, has not worked. But we are going to have to pay him for another three years and somebody else. So maybe we just deal with this at this time. But maybe Joe Burrow's second year there. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back. Couple offensive linemen ad, D line mm-hmm. ad, got active. Maybe this is when the Bengals really take their full shape. And maybe we'll get to see Zach Taylor have an opportunity this year to be a pretty good football coach. I mean, the Bengals signed guys in free agency. I feel like they're more active this Hendrickson, year. right? Big yeah. Hendrickson uh-huh. out of New Orleans. Yeah. Than they mm-hmm. have been in previous years. So he might be turning around. Hey, he's disrupting quarterbacks, that guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's doing that whole thing. Uh, the Hammer Down boys are here. They go live 4 p.m. Eastern every single day at youtube.com forward slash Hammer Down. We hit on it a little bit earlier you guys are hot right now or no uh i went to no on friday night and then i took the rest of the weekend off so oh you said hey memorial day weekend rest I, in I honor had two bad days wednesday and thursday got, got back on the winning side friday i said you know what we go. i don't want to tempt fate this weekend oh uh, so we don't know what digs we're getting today no, I'll keep, I kept it going. We're uh, good. How'd We're you good. do? You did pretty good. Saturday it? was good. Sunday. Hey, how about Chelsea, huh? Man. How about, how about hey, Chelsea, hey, huh? Hey, Christian Pulisic, huh? Can't even clap, AJ. Can't even give a little hey, Christian. First American to ever appear Captain in a America. Champions League championship game. One. Didn't start. They had some other scrub from Germany in there instead of him. But, I mean, he got a chance to win. Good for him. Shout out to Christian Pulisic continuing to climb the ranks here. Chelsea winning, that's a big deal, right? Yeah, the Man City coach also starting a lineup that he didn't play all year with no striker and no defensive midfielder was quite a a decision he made. Why does that happen? I have no fucking clue. It blew my mind. Oh, he's trying to throw the game. If I saw that lineup, I would have, I wouldn't have bet them. I took it on the shins there. Oh, really? That was like your only loss. Of course. I I, uh, had some injuries. I went, I went, I went down to winner circle for that one. Oh, to watch the game? (laughs) To put the... Oh, so you want big boy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you no. felt good about Man yeah, City. Yeah, I thought Man City was a lot. They were humming, and, and Chelsea yeah. just wasn't. Chelsea played well, man. They sat in, wait for their chance, and got the goal they needed. Hey, it's very, um, you know, those Brits. Yeah. You know, it was an all-British final. Uh-huh. You know, of course. That's a direct style of play. I mean, they are an attacking bunch. Oh, yeah. It was an entertaining watch. My problem is, and I realized this on Saturday, or whenever it was, Saturday? Yep. On Saturday, I realized... Once I stopped watching, couldn't get back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I started the game, watched the game, got, oh, okay, here we go. We're making, oh, we're, this guy stinks. He's in instead of Polisic. What the hell is going on? Is Polisic hurt? I tweet, by the way. Then they score like a minute and a half later. So I get, he's not, he can't make this squad power, whatever a lot of people told me. All right, all right, all right, okay. Sure. Then I watch that Werner guy stumble all over himself four or five more times. I'm like, all right, that guy can, our guy can't. Is this a little bit of uh, hatred because he's American? Yeah. Maybe. Is that is that what it is? He gets on, they win. In, how you doing? But once I stopped watching from the beginning, I couldn't find myself to get back in. And I, I wonder how many people do that. So if Man if Man City would have scored first, it would have been a more entertaining game because Chelsea would have had to go for it. Chelsea basically sat in. They sat two guys out wide on the bylines, 
And that's why that goal came right through the middle because they just opened up the middle of the park. Um, AJ, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Virginia and Maryland played in a lacrosse national championship. Oh, yeah. And the final 12 seconds were awesome. It was everything that lacrosse should just put on every commercial. This is lacrosse. One goal game, national championship on the line. Face-off guy for Maryland. Maryland. Wins and runs right down the middle. And the Virginia team by design, lets this guy go because he's the face-off guy, so he probably is worse than everybody else at goal scoring. Yes. So since they didn't have enough people to defend, Maryland and Virginia come down to basically a breakaway by Maryland's worst breakaway guy in a goal. He just, boom, stuns him, mm-hmm. saves it, game-winner, national champs. How you doing? Keep it moving. I didn't understand the ins and outs of lacrosse because it's the sport of the future. I'll get to it when it is. Yep. But when that whole thing happened, I saw it. That was awesome. I should have been watching that whole game. Why did he just get a free run at the goalie? Did I explain that accurately? Yeah, you did. I mean, there. when you watch the clip back, like the defenseman for Virginia stayed on their guy instead of stopping the ball, which is what you're supposed to do because of the fact that this was apparently a backup faceoff man as well, not their starter. He came in, played really well, and then he Face-off guys, the though, and girls come in, do faceoffs. Yeah get off field yeah they're called fogos for short because it's face off get off okay and since there wasn't enough time for him to get off after winning face off the virginia team knew that okay he's gonna have to stay on we guard everybody tell the goalie hey you're gonna have to make a save against their backup fogo yeah the only chance they have there is for their fogo to win the face off and because even if if he doesn't win it clean or whatever, because the Virginia guy's probably just trying to hold the ball there at midfield so that they don't have that opportunity. But instead, obviously, he won. The only chance that they have is a quick hey, shot right away. Backup face-off guy. That's your dream moment, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, you go in, you win the face-off. Oh, my fucking God, yeah. I did it. You're sprinting down, you're realizing, oh, they're playing ISO with me and the goalie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got nothing. I got the national championship to tie it up On here. On the line. On the line. Woo. What a moment. That... Ten seconds of that guy, what his brain had going on. Uh-huh. Oh my god! 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 And then the goalie's just like, "This guy stinks." Yeah, stone wall. <laughs> this guy stinks. I mean, he did shoot it directly at him. Granted, he's, he's not, it was on net. Yeah, it was on yeah. net. It was on net. It was on net, but it was right in the guy's chest. What are you gonna do? It was awesome to watch, though. Yeah, I mean, that was really cool across. Great stuff. game. But once again, that was 15 seconds long. I didn't watch anything else. Well, I mean, from the score you saw, it was 17-16. I mean, it was a high-scoring game. It was real good. Lacrosse is a cool sport. I can understand why people get into it. I don't know why. I just can't. What's the deal, AJ? Why can't I get into it? I I think it's because, like, I'm kind of with you. It's really cool, but I never played it. I think you have to kind of. Yeah, It helps if I played it. If I grew up messing around doing it a little bit, but I just haven't. Yeah, like I've shot, you know, basketball growing Mm -hmm. up. I never played baseball, so I'm not a fan of it, okay. which makes sense. But you're mm-hmm. right. I think that is it. I have to, like, kind of... I, mean, I don't I, understand it, really. Like, I've gotten out to stick, you know, and I've uh, popped some twine. You yeah, know, of course. I've popped some twine back and forth. Well, and that's probably why it's not, like, where it is, just because there's only 15 states, maybe, 20 states that actually play lacrosse, you know, like growing up in high school and stuff. Hey, that's Canada's national sport, lacrosse. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You guys just unbelievable up there. Just very good lacrosse. Very good. You guys just a silky twine, dude. Mm-hmm. They play all year round, indoor, outdoor, never stop. You guys, you guys got pond lacrosse up there, playing oh, yeah. on skates. Uh-huh. Oh, no, really? No box across. So when you throw that ball and it goes seven miles down the pond, is that what happens? Because I don't know. Well, you got a bucket of balls, you know, because you got the ball hunt at the end. So if you got the ball that's going seven miles down, you you let that one go, you got another one in the bucket. I remember we go practice. Our soccer team would go practice at, a, you know, a well-to-do high school or whatever. Yeah. They would have the lacrosse nets there. Mm-hmm. 
and there'd be maybe some kid playing in the back. He would miss, and that ball would go out of the stadium. Oh, yeah. It was gone, and he had to go fetch them all back, mm-hmm. and then he had his round two. Kicking, very similar, right? You kick, and then yeah. you have to get the balls and all that. But I feel like that little thing, it's gone. How many balls are lost to practice? Ten? Oh, at least ten. Yeah, at least. And usually you have about 100 balls there just in case it is an off day and everyone's missing the net and you lose 50 balls. Yeah. Expensive sport? Got to be? Ah, uh, yeah. P- pretty expensive. Why? Uh, sticks uh, are about like a hundred bucks. It's like hockey, but it's like hockey without skating. Yeah, and the sticks also break, and the head of the stick is also another, you know, a hundred, hundred fifty bucks. Like they're separated. Can you? The does the head have a swivel on it that you can activate, or is it just? Oh, nah, not that you activate, but you know, you you kind of jam a ball in there like a baseball mitt, maybe to warm up a mitt. You do the same thing with a lacrosse head. Get a little loose. Yeah, and you can you know you can change it out if you, if you don't like how it's thrown or the whip. On it, if you will, is off. Oh, you put a little. Is it like a, like a golf flex, like sturdy flex on the thing? On the on the yeah lacrosse shaft. Yeah, that's why they're different shafts. Some of them bend a little bit more. Some of them a little more sturdy. There's wooden shafts as well, and those really? things hurt. And what do you do? You have to bounce it every four steps. No, no bouncing. You can just run. So how does anybody ever lose it? Uh, I mean, hey, because the defense, their you know lacrosse poles are six feet. The offense, their lacrosse poles are only three feet. And they're just whacking the shit out and of them. And they're rapping. They're doing everything they can. They, they're laying the wood. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. But if you beat up that net enough, shouldn't it just sit in there like a little baby, oh, yeah. so like in a baby in a thing? There is a rule. The ball is not allowed to hang below the uh, base of the head. Oh, so they are judging the so twine. They can, oh, they're, they're judging the twine. And if you know your twine gets judged and it's judged poorly, that's a big-time penalty. And, and, and you're locked in. You're locked in. Yeah. What, what's that, first down? I guess? forget what the symbol is for locked in. It's something like that. But that means, you know, you go on a power play, right, in hockey. You score. Usually the guy comes out of the box. Penalty's locked in. You score. Guy stays in the box. Oh, still on the power play. Okay. no, locked in. Uh-huh. And that, that, hey, that's not good for the team. No, not good for anybody. Uh-uh. But it is good for you to have the ball a little bit deeper so those big old sticks can't beat up your little baby stick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that is a good advantage. But AJ, we'd have those six-foot sticks. Wouldn't we? We'd be fucking oh, batters yeah. up. You know, and they Deep say, city. Oh, yeah. I want to score goals. Now I'm playing offense. I want the three foot stick. Oh, you're coming around here, huh? Look at this thing. That's what you're facing with me, pal. <laughs> Bang it. Can't wait. You don't know if you're left or right handed, so I could easily trick you. No, I'm doing this with the fuck. Yep. Bro. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> See dangles, dangles. Hey, if Goal. they, Pat, if they uh, took the goalie out of soccer, like, what would a professional score be, you think? Uh, I think every time somebody touched the ball, they put yeah. it in. It's not. It's so hard though to to even get a shot on goal. I feel like in professional soccer. Yeah, but guys would just pull up. You know, a lot of the teams. Yeah, but you could still have dudes hanging out back there, and they could kick it out. Like if you want to try to cherry pick and just blast it down, you could still kick it. But no, no official goal. Is. All right. So there's a game you play whenever you're like in soccer, or whatever. It's hit the net on the fly. You know what I'm talking about? Like you're just trying to hit the net on the fly. Yeah. I mean, guys can do that from the other side of the field. Like on a pretty right, I was able to do it as a teenager. I'd assume these guys make the net half the size. Then maybe shrink it half the size. No goalie. It's practically huh? What are you trying to do, AJ? It's a beautiful game. Mickey Mouse. I don't get it. Yeah, I forgot you guys were all old guys like uh, La Russa that wanted to hold up the old guys. Don't you call me La Russa? Don't you do that? Okay, pimp your home runs, kid. All right, don't call me La Russa. There was. It's funny you say that. Because there's a lot of drills that you do where the goalies are kind of working on their own thing. You know, you can go side panel can be a goal, or they'll set up a goal with no goalies or whatever. And I got a chance to play <laughs> on some MVP teams, okay, overseas, Ooh. guys that don't really you know, know me that well or whatever. In practice, I would get the ball, 
at like half field. And I guess the point of these drills was to, you know, promote like ball possession, like move the ball around. Mm-hmm. As soon as I would get it, that thing's going right at the fucking net. Yeah. Just as soon as I got the ball, goal, thank you very much. I, I got like three goals in my first drill with them or whatever. Coach had to pull me over and was like, that's not what this drill was about. I'm like, are we, are we keeping score or what are we? <laughs> what are we doing? It's like, no, it's for ball possession and movement and like doing this whole thing. I'm like, I thought we were trying to fucking score here. I apologize. Three nothing, coach. I heard winners don't. I heard winners don't have to run. And yeah. Let me give you a little heads up. I'm trying not to do that. Okay, we're in the Alps. It is. It is cold and high altitude here. Please get off my dick. But there was a lot more goals in that particular setting with me. Maybe that would make. Maybe that would make soccer better, huh? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean I don't. I don't want the the soccer fanatics to, to get upset but uh, they already hate us. maybe there should be a second a different form of soccer like maybe like in this indoor. i know there's no off season for these guys maybe one of the leagues they're in is like that okay so i played futsal growing up it's like indoor soccer has a little bit of a smaller ball weighted it's four on four with a goalie there's i mean that would be awesome that's fun that is fun to watch i know yeah that would be awesome Maybe we should try to get the rights to that, though. Okay. Is that the one where you blasted the guy in the arm and broke, broke his, his arm? arm. Yeah. <laughs> broke a guy's arm as a teenager. Can't thank you enough for spending time with us today. If you liked it, please tell somebody. If not, act like it never happened. Hashtag end of pod squad. Giving away some money. Ty will continue to pick people all through the summer. Because we know it's not easy to listen to the show every day. That's right. You guys are working, too. And we can't thank you enough. Be a friend, tell a friend. We're back tomorrow with a massive show. Huge show tomorrow. It's June 2nd. A lot of things are supposed to pop off, allegedly. Yeah. We'll cover it all. And probably more bullshit. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful June 1st, 2021. We'll see you tomorrow.